Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Let's go, Arnie. Let's go and bonjour. Bonjour. Well, in case the Expos come back to Montreal, bonjour. I can sense your excitement already. <laughs> I can sense your excitement. I, You're going to end up being a lay Expos fantasy. Oh, what? I have so You'll many people that come. I have so many being here in Vermont. We have so many people that come down from Montreal. They go bonjour, and of course with my accent, I'm like bonjour. Oh, like the ugly American. Oh, it's great. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta get that accent worked down. We got a big uh, show tonight, yeah. as we always do. I, I honestly think if we ever came in here and said we don't have much, then uh, Scott Shapiro could just go ahead and can us if he wants. But Lita Lap, <laughs> Lita Lap has made sure we're loaded. Our producer, oh, okay. because coming up. In our next segment, Rick Buecher, whom you hear quite often here on Fox Sports Radio with our buddies Mike Harmon on uh, weeknights and uh, Jason Smith. I guess yeah. maybe I should give Jason kudos as well, too. Yeah. Rick Buecher coming up, FS1 NBA analyst, senior writer for the Bleacher Report, and some incredible news about the future of not 
just Kawhi Leonard, but ah. maybe Kevin Durant as well, too, wow. from Rick coming up here in just a bit. And then an hour two, Arnie, joining us live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate. Quote is the one, the only... Eric Pincus to let us figure out which direction the Lakers are going to go. Will it be chasing another star like, say, a Kawhi Leonard or a Ooh. Kevin Durant to pair with Ant Davis? The and NBA frontrunners, LA Lakers. You have to put that in there. That's right. That's yeah. right. The Vegas favorites, yes, the yes. Los Angeles Lakers. Or could the Lakers maybe go a little bit more budget conscious? So we'll talk to Eric about that coming up in just a bit. But, Arnie, you know, I sometimes don't get to the tweets quickly enough on the show. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to kind of break format here. I'm going against what I would consider to be our brand here on Fox Sports Radio. And I'm going to read the first tweet that came into Arnie's question that he asks three hours before we hit the air. What should we start with tonight? And Johnny B. Good at Sacrifice Today tweeted, Arnie, Pujols got another standing O tonight. <laughs> he wrapped it up with a curtain call as well, too. Yeah. This has been, uh, I, you know, there's things in sports that I see Arnie get hot about where he's legit mad. Usually it involves the Arizona Wildcats or maybe something the Dolphins did or even the Mets for that matter, which we'll get to coming up here in a bit. But Arnie, I don't know if I've ever seen you as legit fired up or angry as you are at Cardinal fan right now. So I can't even imagine what was going through your mind as cars just lost by the way six to four yeah. furious ninth inning rally comes up short good you just good. heard the update from the yeah. sager but i mean come on i mean they, they gave one more standing o to, to albert pools he gave a little cat t- a cap tip as well or a cat tip uh, a cap tip as well too to say adios already this is beautiful isn't it isn't this what sports is all about torres and i were talking about this and we, we just kind of wandered onto the topic and of course as we were Happens. talking about pool holds um then of course brian no was uh texting in and, and and then you know him and Furman were ripping us this morning you, you know it's one thing if you want to go ahead and give him a standing ovation um, you did it before Friday's game. You did it before Saturday's game. You did it before Sunday's game. You get him a standing ovation before every at bat. You gave him a standing ovation after every game. Do you really have to give him a standing ovation when he hits a home run? <laughs> That's like us going to dinner, Chris. You're with your wife. I'm with my wife. The four of us are going to dinner. And I go, oh, look over there. There's Chris's ex-wife. Hey, Chris's ex-wife. Hey, I really miss you. You're so great. Hey, Chris's ex-wife. Come over here and sit down. Hey, Chris's ex-wife hang out with us this weekend hey chris's ex-wife i really miss you you were such a great lady sooner or later you're like enough enough okay enough all right you gave him all the ovations you don't give him an ovation when he hits a home run against you it was a four nothing shutout it's like cheering against the pitcher against your own team out there for crying out loud you would never root against Oklahoma you would never root against the Raiders don't tell me you would because you wouldn't would you ever go yes Oklahoma State just punched it in against Oklahoma Bravo! It's bringing tears to my eyes. Enough! You gave him an ovation every second of the day. Don't cheer him when he hits a home run against you. 
See, like I said, Arnie's really fired yeah, up about geez. this. I kind of, I kind of saw it. I thought, oh, that's, that's kind of cool. And right, Furman and Noah, you know, I'm surprised about Furman because usually he's smarter than that. No, I'll give him an excuse because you know he's like 15 years old or something. But you know, the millennials are now. Oh, everybody's got to be nice, and we got to do this, and let's all get a trophy, and let's give out orange slices. You know, enough is enough. You gave him all the ovations you want every every at bat, every game, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They, that's it. Okay, now let's say, let's play some ball. Wait, I, I I don't see Yankee fans doing something like that. Do you? I don't see that happening. Would have been real interesting if they would have had Pujols returning to St. Louis the year after he signed with yeah. the Los Angeles yeah. Angels of Anaheim yeah. because they would have booed him out of the stadium. And I think <laughs> I got to be honest with you, Arnie. Uh, I, I'm kind of. It, I, I grew up in St. Louis. My family Cardinal are Cardinal fans. Uh, Honestly, here we even, go. No, 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 no. But I'm not. I'm a diehard Dodger fan. I have been my whole life. It's never made any right. sense. Uh, whenever the Dodgers and the Cardinals played in the playoffs, I think in '85, uh, I got sent to the hall from I think my what third grade teacher because I was talking up uh, uh, Greg Brock as a better first baseman than Keith Hernandez, and I got oh, kicked out goodness. of class. Yeah, I mean, I was quite the diehard. But anyway, the point is, they. I had. I didn't even realize. This was going to be a thing this week. And I had no idea whatsoever. I thought, oh, Pools is coming back. They'll, they'll give him the standing. Yeah, that's I didn't, it. And, but, but my mom, my mom called me. My mom never calls me. She usually texts me. She calls me. She's like, Pools coming back this week. And are you excited? And it didn't even register with me because, in all honesty, he'd been gone for so long. They hate, I mean, come on, Cardinal fan. You hated this dude when he left. You mocked him. You called yes. him broke down. You said they paid him too much money. You're better off without him, even though I don't think you've won a World Series since, right? The, but the, the point is, yeah, I was going to say, go what, ahead, Arnie. What, go Dodger, ahead. what Dodger player could go play for the Giants, come back, hit a home run against the Dodgers, and you would give him a standing ovation and well, start the did, I, I didn't know. Did Pujols go play for the Cubs? What did he go play for? The, the, what does one have to do with the other? Because you're you're bringing up going to play for an arch rival. He's so playing what? for the most. So what? He's playing for the most irrelevant team in baseball. So what? He's playing for the Angels. I, I mean, my God, to you a little bit though. Come on now. No, I gotta make my no. point. I, I, I but, but you're you're skewing facts to make your point. This I'm isn't someone that they've facts. seen. Yes, you are. You're trying to say it'd be the same as if someone went to your arch rival and came back. Pujols didn't go to the Cubs. He didn't go to, I don't know, the Pirates or whomever else you would consider a Cardinal rival right now. He went to the West Coast and disappeared from Cardinal fans' minds for a while. So I could understand why they feel a little bit better now because time has allowed it to pass. And if Clayton Kershaw left the Dodgers and went and played with, I don't know, no, uh, the Mariners. And then we didn't see him again until eight years later. Of course, he would be like 50 by that point. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think they'd give him some love. Stop I it. I do. Stop it. So let me get this right. Dodgers are in a pennant race. Uh, Clayton Kershaw comes back, pitches for the Mariners. And as he's mowing down the Dodgers, Dodger fans are giving him an ovation going, uh, Go, Clayton! Arnie, beat Arnie, us! It's, beat us! It's, it's June 23rd. We're not in the midst of a playoff run right now. And the, Car- the Dodgers and the Mariners, nor will the Cardinals and the Angels be battling each other for playoff position. All right, we, we just got the most important uh, tweet we can have from Michael. Okay. So why don't you read that one? Um, I'm not living on Twitter right now, so go ahead. Okay, it says here, a sneaker genius, uh, you're 110% right. Albert Pujols is my favorite baseball player of the last 15 to 20 years. However, under no circumstance 
do you ever give a standing ovation when a player hits a home run against your team? Hashtag, you have been there, so act like it. Oh, I've got the. I'm gonna have to fire you and hire this guy. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. You've, have you seen some of his other takes? You don't wow, really love I don't him. care. If this, obviously, um, he banged his head. He's gotten straight now. Listen, I'll, I'll tell you this much. I'm not sitting here saying that I'm okay with it, but to act like that you're not going to respect this dude when he comes back, I don't get that. I mean, I don't understand that. You can lose your mind, Arnie, and obviously you are about the home run and cheering for him. Chris, how much I do I have that. to praise this guy? How much Before every at-bat, before every game, after every game. Matter of fact, I saw when he made the last out with the bases loaded, uh, and it was a 4 no- it was a 2 nothing game or a 4 no- a 2 nothing game, and as he's coming back, the catcher gives him a little bit of a hug. I'm like, yeah, oh, they- really? Um, really? Yeah, they, Why don't we just stop have a picnic first and then <laughs> and then go ahead and continue with the game? I I would you ever do that in football? Like if if I don't know if somebody scored against the Raiders, would you say, hey, let me give the guy a hug? It's now a fourteen seven, so uh, it doesn't really make a difference, though. We're, I think yeah. again, again, I yeah. think. Oh, you're, get the bet. Apples, oranges, apples, oranges. Yeah, I really do. You're talking about a situation where we go one sixty two in baseball, and again, I'm not defending it, but it's a really, really long season. Football is condensed. It's 16 weeks, right? I mean, I, would you rather them just act bitter like Oklahoma City fans do with Kevin Durant? And I don't even know if that's a good comparison because Durant did go to a rival and he went to the team that knocked him out Why, of the How playoffs. bad is but, it when he still comes back right now? Oh, it's horrible. Are you kidding me? Oh, cupcake. Kev Durant, cupcake. Bravo! Right? Bravo! <laughs> do you, do you remember that Pujols left for the money? Yeah, he just and said, the Cardinals hey, didn't want to pay him. I, it was pretty close, wasn't it, if I do remember? Yeah, I don't remember. It was eight years ago. I barely remember what well, I did last then, week. You know what? Then I'll say it was pretty close. Nobody could prove me wrong then. The Cardinals offered a 10-year, $210 million deal. However, he signed a deal with the Angels for 10 years, $254 million. Oh, well, so you're I you're looking at why. the difference yeah, sure. of $44 million, sure. Arnie, which, again, it's just a little drop in the hat. But after taxes, I, you know it's only 20 then. I think part of this too, and and I'll again, I I'm not as angry about this as you are. Yeah. So go ahead, and you and uh, you want orange slices for everybody? Uh, no, not necessarily. I just think you're really skewing facts here to try to fit your narrative. No, but you that's, see, because that's this because show. I'm from the East Coast, and notice, oh, gosh, here we Brian, go. no, you claim, wait a minute, wait a minute, you, yeah. you claim that you're from the West Coast and that you're from Chaminade High School. I mean, where the hell are you from, Marty? You notice <laughs> I have, I, I, first of all, it's Palisades High School. Palisades, Two, Palisades I have a whatever. slight accent in case you haven't noticed that. I don't know if that's... Yeah, but you try to claim you're as West Coast as anyone with your long hair and your and your top down on your Camaro I, or whatever T-tops you drove. Let me give you a better uh, tweet that says here, if tomorrow Tom Brady finishes his career in San Francisco, I wouldn't cheer his butt on if he threw four touchdowns and five 500 yards against my Patriots after four years. No way. I guarantee you, you would. If it was in week three of the season no, and you missed the guy after Get a cup, because you probably wouldn't play in the next year, play him three years oh, later. Absolutely. Let me let me make this point real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Go before ahead. you trample all over this, with some yeah. other comparison that will make no sense. Yeah. Arnie. I think there's a little bit of also, too, embarrassment from Cardinal fans because I think they go back to 2011. 
Uh, and I think they're embarrassed with the way they acted about he left, uh, how he left and why he left. So, and I think there's a lot of that here, too. I think there, you know how sometimes you'll overdo it when you're a jerk to somebody to try to make them – well, you don't know this feeling. A lot of other people do. <laughs> when, <laughs> when you're a jerk to someone or when you treat yeah. someone badly, you gotta, you got to go out and try to go over the top and try to make them feel, oh, I'm, I'm really – I think part of that was from the Cardinal fans, too, this weekend. But, hey, again, you're really angry yeah. about this. You're you fired up. You spent sure. three hours. I couldn't care. You- you got to make a guy that only makes $254 million feel better. I'm sure he's just It's not out. about them feeling better. Yeah. That dude feeling better is about themselves feeling better more than anything else. <laughs> That's what it's about. This is about Cardinal fan feeling uh, better about themselves. And, Arnie, I guarantee you this much. Uh, it's kind of real interesting to see whenever you compare it to – I think it's a major difference that he's in Anaheim as opposed to being anywhere close to St. Louis. Would they be too. cheering him if he was coming back as a New York Yankee? Uh, probably. If As a they Chicago had Cub? Well, no. The, the Cubs are their rival. They play oh, them every single deal. year. <laughs> My head's going to explode. We're moving past this. Rick Buecher is coming up next. Hey, go further than ever with the Discover IT Miles card. They automatically match the miles you earn at the end of your first year. So your 35,000 miles could become 70,000. Discover miles. Limitations apply. Discover match for new card members only. Learn more at discover.com slash travel. Let's get to what's relevant, not this yes. stupid baseball talk. Wow. NBA offseason is more exciting. I'm kidding, baseball fan. Rick Buecher's next, though, on Fox Sports Radio. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! 
and even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. From a car landing on a roof to a car landing in a pool, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. Hit us up on Twitter at Plank Show at Stinkin' Genius One. But everybody should be following us at Fox Sports Radio. You can find the, fod- the podcast at foxsportsradio.com. Make sure you listen on the iHeartRadio app. And we are live on SiriusXM Channel 83. Let's talk a little NBA, shall we? Yep. Uh, Rick Buecher joins us. You hear him uh, quite often with our buddies Jason Smith and Mike Harmon. And, of course, the senior writer for Bleacher Report, Buecher and Friends podcast. Rick, welcome to Fox Sports Radio. Uh, first of all, you had a very interesting, I don't know if I want to term it as a report, but just more of a little bit of perspective on Kevin Durant. Uh, yep. How quickly do you see this playing out for him in free agency? Will he take his time? Uh, obviously, are there those hard feelings towards Golden State and maybe feeling like he was misled? led a little bit about his injury situation. Yeah, look, I, I don't have a definitive from him specifically, but uh, I've talked to enough people around him that I know what he was being told going into uh, that series, and that was that it wasn't worth the risk. There was about a 1% chance of him being uh, – and you guys are going to have to excuse me. I am hearing feedback, and I'm hearing gotcha. myself. So gotcha. um, if you guys could call me back and we yeah. can redo this because I'm totally distracted by hearing myself. <laughs> Sounds good, Rick. Myself. I got you, man. We'll try to fix it as soon as we possibly can. So we'll reconnect. For those that didn't see the report, and we'll get reconnected here with Rick Buecher coming up in just a bit. But Arnie, apparently, uh, on an appearance on our flagship in San Francisco in the Bay Area, 95-7 yeah. the game, apparently Durant is not happy with how things went down in regard to his torn Achilles. Now, again, like Rick said, he hasn't had the opportunity to really talk to Durant about it, but I can't help but wonder exactly what that might lead to from the perspective of his decision and which direction he might go, because if you feel like you were misled, anything on the injury side of things with if it was a calf strain that eventually became a, a ruptured Achilles... I mean, that's got to play a part in this, oh, right? You think so, Captain Obvious? I, if, if he was misled, um, I'm surprised he hasn't signed with, uh, say, I'm going to the New York Knicks already. Uh, but I'm, I'm a little bit shocked by this because I thought he would have consulted his own doctors as well as the Golden State doctors before he would have made a decision on that. I think his own doctors would have had to acquire him also. So I'm not sure how he could have been misled. But um, not knowing the inside of that, if he was misled in any which way, um, I, I would be gone. I'd be signing with the New York Knicks. Do you think that's how this is going to play out, Rick? Yeah, well, look, and by the way, I was, uh, I was basically trying to be KD here for a second. It was, uh, <laughs> I was really struggling, but I thought I could get through it, and then lo and behold, I just realized that I couldn't. So, but I'm not going to hold it against you guys. I'm not signing Thanks, with bud. anybody else. I'm still here. Um, that said, look, it, it, there, there were a, a variety of people in his camp who were endorsing the idea of him playing and that he couldn't get injured further by playing. And so there's a lot of people that are running for cover right now. I do know there are people, though, that 
were aware of how serious the injury was and was saying it's not worth the risk, whatever the risk is. Uh, because they were telling me there's a 1% chance that he's going to play in this series mm-hmm. because it's that kind of an injury. And he, over the, the last week prior to playing, uh, apparently went dark on those people and was only listening to the people who were saying, uh, basically in, encouraging him to give it a shot. And Steve Kerr said, look, I was told he couldn't injure it further. I assume that KD was told the exact same thing. And the bottom line is, that's not what happened. He, he, he not only injured it further, he ruptured the Achilles. And the, the, the other element that I have here that I'm struggling with, because, look, I've been around this Warriors franchise a long time. Uh, I, I believe that Bob Myers, Steve Kerr, uh, they're good people, and they care about players. And, and for all the time that uh, they've run the franchise that I've been around them, uh, player safety and taking care of the health and, and, and going the extra mile to make sure that guys are staying healthy has been their mantra. But this, this, this playoff run and these finals in particular was a, a departure from that because DeMarcus Cousins, after not playing for months, yeah. not only plays but plays 28 minutes in his second game back. Uh, Clay Thompson, what, uh, less than a week after a strained hamstring. They held him out one game, but he clearly was measuring himself. Andre Iguodala told me, I, uh, you know, I shouldn't be playing right now. And so Kevin Durant looks around the room, and he's thinking, well, all these guys are playing with injuries. I, I want to play. Uh, I'm, I'm going to give it a shot. And, but he needed somebody to say, KD, yours is a little bit different. And uh, if they didn't know that he could rupture his Achilles, well, then I, I would say if you're telling, you, telling me I can't get hurt further and I rupture my Achilles when I have a calf strain, then I was misled somehow, some way. Mm. Mm. Unbelievable. You know, he had lunch with Kyrie was one of the reports. I'm wondering, has he been in contact with Golden State? Is he keeping a distance right now? Is he uh, quote-unquote ghosting them? I don't You tell me what's going on there. <laughs> Yeah, I have. I've I've had no uh, intel that there's been any conversation between the Warriors and KD. Doesn't mean that there hasn't been, but right. I haven't been aware of that. I know that KD is in New York. Uh, he's cool. he's bought a place there, and what I've been told is that he's moved all his stuff to New York. He's rehabbing in New York. He had the surgery done by uh, one of the Nets doctors. Now. Don't read too much into that because it's the same doctor who also did the surgery on his foot. But uh, he did meet with Kyrie shortly after the surgery, and I know those guys have talked uh, twice during the uh, in, in in the last month or so uh, in person about wanting to join forces and play together and what that would look like. And so Kyrie ain't coming to the Golden State Warriors. If he's having those kind of conversations with Kyrie, it leads me to believe that he's planning on playing someplace else. Or they could be talking about if the earth is flat. So they could be talking about that, too. Right? Could uh, be. Could be. Yeah, that, I think that's a one-man conversation with Kyrie. I don't, I don't know that he's uh, – I, 
<laughs> I think he's talking to himself pretty much on that. Yeah. Hey, Rick, let's let's shift this real quick to just what you expect on June 30th. So a week from today, whenever the official start of free agency kicks off, is it going to be wild? Is it going to be fast and furious? Is it going to be more measured? How do you see this playing out? I don't see any way in which, with all everything uh, everybody has, uh, look, it, it, that it's going to take a lot of time. That these guys are going to need a lot of time after June 30th. You know, whether we get it that night, whether we get it the next day, um, guys have become shrewd about this as well. In terms of, they may have already made their decision, but when they announce it, has to do with how they want to manipulate the news cycle what they and and honestly what they're doing when they're going on vacation what else they got going on business wise it's uh it has become a business unto itself in terms of how these guys do it i i would only say that um my feeling is is that Kawhi is uh the first domino to 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 fall because of there are some teams including the Knicks, that are interested in Kawhi. And what Kawhi decides will influence whether, for example, the Knicks, if they can get KD and KD says, I got to have Kyrie with me. We've talked about it. I want to play with him. Then I think the Knicks would pull the trigger on that. But if the if KD is, is, is open to somebody else, then I think the Knicks would kick the tires on a couple other guys and they believe that they're going to get a sit-down with Kawhi. So that would be the first thing that I think would have to happen uh, as far as the Knicks are concerned is what is Kai, uh, Kawhi doing. Uh, and if he's staying in Toronto, then that means the Clippers and the Knicks start to scramble to find, a, uh, to f- find other options. Because right now, because he's available and because of what he did winning a championship in Toronto, uh, he, he would be – he would be number one. He wasn't before the injury. KD would have been. But with the injury and having to wait a year for KD, Kawhi now is the first domino. Rick, are, are we going to get a, anything shocking, any long shots coming in that, that's like, oh, my goodness, I didn't see that coming? Um, boy, I, you know, in this day and age, I know Philadelphia was mentioned with Kawhi. I talked to I talked to a Philly source who who said, "Really? <laughs> How about that?" <laughs> um, they've they've got their focus on trying to keep Tobias Harris and Jimmy Butler. I don't know if they're going to succeed on that, but that is where their primary focus is, as it should be. I mean, this is this is the other element here is that where teams have to be careful is that, and and I think we saw it with Paul George last year with the Lakers. Like, the, the, the Lakers didn't go all out to court Paul George. And the Oklahoma City Thunder did and had. And as a result, Paul George is like, oh, really? I'm not that, I'm not that high on your list? Okay. Uh, I'm going to stay where I am. I'm good. Uh, that's the danger you run when, when, when you focus on one guy and that guy doesn't come and then the, the, your plan B says, uh, yeah, you know what? If I was your plan B, you know what? You're my plan B, too. Wow. Hey, Rick, real quick, one final thought, and this is on Kyrie. During the draft, we'll always hear stories come out about, oh, so-and-so is a partier, or he has this, or he's got an attitude, and it's yeah. and it's kind of calculated, people throwing that out there. Is this sure. a calculated smear campaign against Kyrie to a certain degree? Oh, he called into a Boston radio show with a fake name. Is someone hoping that maybe <laughs> there'll be less interest in him, or what's going on with this right now? 
I don't think anybody out there is trying to run that game, but it's not. Everything that has put Kyrie as damaged goods, Kyrie did to himself in Boston last year. Gotcha. And I would say that there will be cooler heads that will prevail because ultimately, yes, was did 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 he have issues being the lead dog in Boston last year? Yes, he did, but. You can't deny the talent. If you ultimately, if I need to win a game in a last-second situation, there is nobody that I'd rather put the hand, the, the ball in, in his hand because he can get me a shot. He can get me a shot in a variety of ways, and he's totally unafraid to make that shot, and he's done it on the biggest stage. So uh, you want to be careful in terms of build the right team around him, have veteran presence, veteran leadership, but ultimately this idea that – you know, everybody's going to shy away from Kyrie and he's not going to have a home. I think, I think, I, I know how GMs think. I mean, they, they're like, give me the talent and I'll figure out the personality. And they may do that at their detriment, but it's the way they think. And I believe that when it comes down to it, that what Kyrie has done as a player ultimately will prevail over the leadership mistakes that he made with the Celtics. Great stuff, Rick. We appreciate your insight yeah. and your time tonight. Have a great week, and we can't wait to uh, follow along next weekend. Yeah. Thanks, Rick. My, pl- my pleasure, guys. Hey, guys, go further than ever with the Discover IT Miles Car. They automatically match the miles you earn at the end of your first year. So your 35,000 miles could become 70,000 miles. Discover miles limitations apply. Discover match for new card members only. Learn more at discover.com slash travel. With that said, Steve DeSager is ah, in the house. Nearly had a dramatic finish in baseball tonight. <laughs> but uh, DeSager, what's going on? And by the way, NBA free agency starts in a week. Can't actually sign till July 6th, but maybe next Sunday night some news just looking ahead to the next week should be a holiday when we find out kevin durant signs with the knicks (laughs) yeah holiday for whom i'm I'm Uh, getting teary-eyed right now just thinking about it yeah well you get teary-eyed every season. angels at st louis tonight each team scored four runs in the ninth six four halos the final albert pools went two for five he's batting 237 cardinals had won five of their last seven games dodgers have won six in a row what a spectacular weekend in la walk-off home run to beat colorado Again, 6-3 today. Third straight game with a walk-off homer. All three by rookies this weekend. And today it was by pinch hitter Will Smith, just back up from the minors, a guy who had homered in six of his last seven at AAA. Arizona in 10 innings edged the Giants. Atlanta in 10 innings won at Washington. And Pittsburgh in 11 beat the Padres 11-10 on a bases-loaded walk, capping a four-run rally in the bottom of the 11th. The Padres had the lead, and then the Pirates tied at bottom of the ninth with three runs after an air by Manny Machado at third. Cubs and Brewers each one. Houston beat the Yankees 9-4. The win to Justin Verlander. Seven innings, nine strikeouts. Verlander 10-3 for Houston. ERA 2.67. And the Houston Bats hit four homers. The Yankees are still first in the ALEs. Four and a half games ahead of the Rays, who won 8-2 at Oakland. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. U.S. women's soccer plays Spain tomorrow, noon Eastern time on FS1. The winner will face host France, which is now 4-0 in the tournament. That'll be a quarterfinal with France hosting on Friday. 
France eliminated Brazil in overtime today in the round of 16, 2-1, and England shut out Cameroon 3-0. Chez Revy took the Travelers by four strokes, and Martin Truex Jr. won the NASCAR race at Sonoma. The guys are back in 10 seconds, but first a word from Farmers. At Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. One exception being an airborne car. Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. A word about former Cardinals closer Trevor Rosenthal trying to come back from Tommy John surgery for another team, Washington. Yesterday he came into a game. Struggles continued. He faced three batters. He walked all three batters. All three scored. That put his ERA in only 12 outings at 22.74 for the season. Since earned runs became an official stat over 100 years ago, that is the highest ERA by any pitcher in the first 12 outings of a season. And today, the Washington Nationals cut him. Uh, Ouch. So after that good news, back to you, Chris Plank and Arnie Spanier. Yeah, well, we got got Mets news later on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Speaking of that, Mets news. I'll quote that, but I have to get bleeped out. There, there. That might be one of those top of the hour conversations oh, yeah. with your boy uh, Callaway. But right now, we are coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save fifteen percent or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call eight hundred nine four seven auto. The only hard part: figuring out which way is easier. Next hour, Eric Pincus is going to join us. We'll talk a little bit more about what might be next for the Lakers on that front, and then of course more free agency. Do you think? By the time, think about this, Arnie. Yeah. We're going to spend all week long talking about NBA free agency. But yet, technically, beyond a trade, nothing can really go down until next Sunday night. And then, honestly, based on the rules, you're not supposed to be able to sign until July 6th. So, my question to Rick is the same one I'll pose to you. Are we going to have a boring Sunday night next week? Well, we never have a boring Sunday no, night. But a no, night whenever whenever nothing is going to happen and we'll have to wait till Monday? Or do you think there'll be rumors and oh, signings and this thing will be crazy all day long? We'll have rumors galore. Um, and I thought it was interesting when he was bringing up about Kevin Durant felt that he um, you know, didn't get the best advice out there. There's no doubt in my mind he's going to the New York Knicks. It doesn't feel like he's coming back uh, to the Warriors. It doesn't have that feel in it. Maybe I'm reading too much into this, but if he feels like he got duped uh, and you know, he already had lunch with Kyrie, I've not heard any contact with Golden State. I'm wondering if he's thinking, that's it, time to move on. I'll just rehab for a year. The Knicks will pay it, and I'm going to the Big Apple. So it's it's time to take over my team um, and, and take over the New York Knicks. I think that's the way he's going to go. What would you do? If he chooses Brooklyn right now, Warrior over fans New just York. Screaming at me. If I if he chose what? The Warriors? No, yeah. What if he chose the Brooklyn Nets over your New York Knicks? Oh gosh. Mm-hmm. Do you have the dump button ready? Uh that's not my call, man. That's on the people that you never I, he give would me never credit do for doing this. He would this never show. do that. He would never do that. Ever, ever I'd quit my job. Oh, right. Mark the tape. Mark, <laughs> have you not been paying attention to some of these reports right now? I don't Apparently, believe those reports. Well, then why do you automatically believe these other reports that are out there that he would want to go to the Why in the hell would you want to go to the Knicks, Arnie? I guess, honestly, why would you want to go to the Nets? But, I mean, what is yeah. it? That's, is, is it just Madison Square Garden in your mind, or is it just that you're a Knicks fan? Well, no, well that, those two things, but... Um, 
there is a little bit of a history with the New York Knicks. There's no history with the New Jersey slash Brooklyn Nets. Um, and two, that's where he wanted to go. It's always been about the New York Knicks. I'm not reading anything to this about, oh, come with me, Kyrie, to Brooklyn, and we'll take over there. I'm not buying that, even though their owner, uh, the Russian billionaire, um, I don't know what you know how much they could pay him, but they can't pay him any more than what the Knicks are paying him. So I don't know why that would be a factor. What, what, hold on, hold on. You got where has he always wanted to be with the Knicks outside of your mind? In all honesty, come on, man. Wait Why a minute. Would, you think wait, I'm making that up that he wanted to be with the New York Knicks? We uh, breaking news, breaking news. Yeah, I think you're making this up. I think you heard it what? in a dream, and now all of a sudden you're like, Kevin Durant wants to come to the Knicks. I think really? it's been something that's been created and has been generated. I have not seen anywhere where anyone in Kevin Durant's camp says he wants to go to the Knicks. In fact, where is he, where I is he right now? Well, he's in New York. Does that mean oh. there's New York's a big, big area, Arnie? There's maybe he wants to go with the Nets. I mean, that's not too terribly far, is it? What so is wrong on. with you? You know, sometimes you know you're like that guy when the girl says, "I don't want to go out with you," and you're like, "So is a movie on Saturday okay?" You're not getting the picture. I don't think you and the Warrior fans. You're not I'm getting the, the picture. She don't want to date you guys anymore. Wake up and smell the roses, my. My friend, are you are you rolling on this? I just want to make sure you have all this for Arnie's overinflated belief that the Knicks are where it's at in the NBA right now. When I he say, signs with the Knicks, I'm going to put in my request for the summer of 2021 off when we win the championship. So that's <laughs> when, he actually, when he actually when he yeah. actually plays exactly. again. All right, yeah. uh, we'll take a timeout. When we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, let's dive into some of your tweets and uh, a little bit more about the potential, I guess you could say, positioning of some of the top free agents this next week in the NBA. Right here. With Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. From a hot air balloon landing on a car to a load of concrete falling on one, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Arnie and Plank, Fox Sports Radio. Let me throw a couple of reports out there for Easy uh, for now, Arnie. easy before you do that. TJ doesn't want you talking about the Knicks or Kevin Durant. Another person doesn't want you talking about baseball or the Cardinals or Pujols. Do you know anything about the hockey draft? Or the, It's going to be a long <laughs> night tonight if we can't it, talk about that stuff. It's funny because I did text you asking about the hockey draft this week. <laughs> I got I, I got stuck watching it, and uh, it was one of those things where I was like, "This is I don't know any of these guys." It, it was. I was waiting <laughs> for like them me. to call my son, but it never happened. It never happened. No, it's kind of funny. Let me let me read one of these tweets because this is kind of funny. Uh, it shows you how we get to this point. Y'all realize it's it's late June, so we're not necessarily talking about a time when there's a plethora of football information out there. And you mentioned TJ. For the love of God, please stop with your incessant ranting about Kevin Durant going to the New York Knicks. I'm sure outside of New York, the rest of us have heard enough speculation. Thank you, and good night. Uh, let's see, a little bit earlier. If you talk any more about Albert Pujols, I'm changing the channel. That was from Uncle Ern. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Knicks fans and Katie don't want any part of stinking G Genius affiliated with the franchise. Go be a LeVar Ball fanboy. And then one more. If the Knicks don't get anybody in free agency, we will blame Arnie Bunker for cursing another franchise. What, and if Kevin Durant game. goes back to Golden State as a member of the Knicks, will they cheer him every time he makes a bucket? 
Uh, they should. He brought two championships. <laughs> oh, wow. With, like they didn't uh, have any before him. Yeah, they had one. Uh, yeah. um, here's, here's the idea from the Knicks side of things. The Knicks are still going to make a pitch and believe that they have a shot at either Durant, Kawhi Leonard, or Kyrie Irving. Irving right now is leaning toward Brooklyn. Good. While Kawhi Leonard is expected to choose between either Toronto or the Clippers. Now, here's part of the reason why this Durant loves the idea of potentially playing in New York. And again, I think that the whole idea of GMs talking is like phone a friend. Yes. Uh, Durant was believed to be bound for the Knicks, Newsday wrote, a notion that NBA team execs throughout the league voiced as a near certainty yeah. with tales of how he was unhappy with Golden State. And but I was his making agent, it up, but go ahead. No, I still I think yeah. it's all BS, Arnie. I think it's BS. I think it's one of those things where they start spewing ignorance, and I think it's BS because here's why. His agent, Rich Kleiman, was a Knicks fan who would trade Durant's legacy for a spot in the front office of the team that he grew up cheering for. Oh. Telling me that Durant would allow the fact that his agent is a fanboy with the Knicks to let him sign there? Get out of here with that garbage. And then there is this from Brian Windhorse, who on Friday, Brian Windhorse, ESPN, yep. said that while the Knicks could not be ruled out, the Brooklyn Nets are gaining confidence nah. that they could recruit Durant. In fact, Windhorse said, the Nets are gaining confidence. They're continuing to make moves. They've made three moves in the last week. They're in the right spot, which was added, or which then his co-host, Kendrick Perkins, who is kind of the perceived best friend of Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook and James Harden because he was the old guy when they were the young guys. Kendrick Perkins said he believes the Nets are the front runner for Durant and Windhorse added that some inside the NBA believe that to be the case well, as well. You know well, what? He's not I was, the only person involved I, with the NBA who has told me exactly that. Just because he's best friends with Kevin Durant? All right, I was best friends with Steve Kerr in high school and college. And I don't believe you were best friends. What? I don't believe you guys were best okay, friends. Okay, maybe, maybe not best, best, friends. best friends, but uh, we were close. Okay, maybe we weren't close, but he certainly knows who I am, I think. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but, Arnie, I, as much as I can't sit here as much as I want to yes. and poo on any thought of Durant going to the Knicks, yeah. you equally can't poo on any thoughts of him going to the Nets. It seems to be right there lining up for him. No, but if I'm Kevin Durant and I'm trying to put myself in his position, in his mind, and if the reports are true that he felt like he got duped uh, in Golden State, uh, I'm going to the New York Knicks. There's really, <laughs> what kind of appeal? Just to play with Kyrie, uh, to go to Brooklyn? I don't think so. Um, in my in my thinking, I'm putting myself in him. I'm going to say I'm going to go to New York Knicks, turn around that franchise, save New York. I'll be the toast of the town. Yeah, I, I can see that definitely happening. I'm glad you can. I, yeah. I, For your sake and the fact that you bet your job on him not yeah. going to Brooklyn, yeah. I hope that it happens. You know what? I'm not going to be surprised if it happens. What? I'm not going to be surprised if he ends up staying in Golden State for a year. No, that meant, I mean, I, it's a I, player option. second option. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me at all. Rehab there, and then after he's done with his rehab, either Golden State gets him a new deal and he sticks around for another year, or they work out a trade in which they can somehow find a place for him. If it's New York, Arnie, if it's Brooklyn, hell, if it's the Los Angeles Clippers, which some have rumored to be a potential yeah. landing spot. How crazy would that be? All right. When we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, Arnie, one of the perceived big names on the free market might not be there. We'll tell you next with Arnie and Plank on Fox.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Ah, yes, Arnie. Hour number two, Arnie and Plank, Fox Sports Radio, live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. All you have to do is visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Why would everybody get mad if Kevin Durant was headed to the Knicks? You would think... uh, I don't think you'd be mad. It seems like everybody's like, oh, you know, that would suck if he would go to the Knicks. I think it'd be great. It would finally get the Knicks and the Lakers back to relevancy, for crying out loud. Well, of course. I mean, again, this is one of those moments where you do have to understand your fandom comes in the way. You say you think it'd be great. You're a Knicks fan. Of course you think it would be great. The ratings say it'd be great. It might be. I think yeah. I think you're absolutely right. It'd be huge from a ratings perspective, but not in 2019, 2020. You know, this is a guy that's going to take a little bit of time to get back from that injury. So uh, I don't know. I don't know how it would work from a fit perspective. I know that they claim they have a, a, a plan in place. I think Durant will fit anywhere he goes. I don't know, Arnie, how good they're planning on being next year. R.J. Barrett seems pretty good. You had to like that, right? No? Maybe? Yeah. 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 
doesn't do a whole heck of a lot for me. You know, he's he went missing a couple of times in the tournament. Also, that outside shot, either you know, he's he's been on with the three, but then sometimes you'll see him go like zero for eight or something. I'm I'm not enamored with him. By the way, with that in mind, before we get to paying off our tease about a player we thought might be on the market or at least available and might not be, Arnie. Speaking of the draft. Uh, final thoughts as you look back. Obviously, you don't sound too sold on R.J. Barrett. John Morant basically gets handed the reins in Memphis as they dealt off Conley, though I don't think he was going to be around regardless. Zion goes number one, and I don't know, we had a ton of trades. They had 16 trades total if you include the 80 and the Mike Conley deal. Uh, a bunch of pick swaps, people buying second-round picks, which always blows my mind. But uh, final thoughts on the draft. Good draft, bad draft, long draft. Five hours for two rounds of the draft. What is going on here? But still, uh, I, I think it was all about the top three more than anything, wasn't it? Yeah, I didn't find it compelling. I love when we have only a three-player draft and people tell me we're, we're still having great talent coming into the NBA, which is another argument for another time because I've always told you we lack a lot of star mm-hmm. quality, and it, and it shows you in the draft when there's only three at the top. I'm curious what Cam Reddish is going to do out of Duke. Um, I, I want to see if this guy shines a little bit out of the shadow from Zion and Barrett, and if, if, this, if this guy's really a, a three-pointer, if this guy's really a player um, that could make it and shoot in the next level. So I'm, I'm curious about him. Um, also, kind of curious about Tyler Hero out of Kentucky. Um, he went to Miami. I liked him in college. Actually, I liked him a lot. I don't know if he's gonna if that's gonna translate to the next level. So I have questions about him, but, I, but I'm a fan of his. So other than that, though, I mean, there's some question marks with the rest of the first round. I told you the New York Knicks took that kid from the Division Two. Um, what was his name? Hinton. Um, mm-hmm. who um, was Division Two? They signed him as a free agent. I'm loving that. I, I want to see if this kid's the real deal, but he scores 30 a game. But like I said, he plays D2, uh, a chip on his shoulder like you wouldn't believe. I love the attitude. I want to see what he's going to do. But other than that, I didn't find it very compelling, Chris. Well, and I think it was interesting because – we heard the we hear the rant from Ben Maller about them being snake oil salesmen, and to a certain degree, uh, what I find interesting is that for the most part, draft night is really about guys flexing their muscles with what they studied, not just in college ball, but you had Fran Fischilla, uh, Fran Fischilla on last night, yeah. and a guy that truly understands the overseas game. So. When we talk about projecting to the NBA, I mean, I I saw the video that went viral. Arnie on draft night. Fred Van Vliet went undrafted and had a draft party and had to tell everyone, hey, this isn't the end of the journey. I mean, two rounds, just, I don't know, maybe I'm dumb. It seems ridiculous to me. Add a couple of rounds, make this thing a little bit more interesting from just, I guess, an aesthetics perspective. But with that said, it's about... Hey, these guys did this in college. I don't think any of us truly know how they're going to relate to the NBA because the NBA has become like the NFL to where there's no three- or four-year plan. If you're drafted in that top five, maybe even Arnie in that top ten, you're expected to come in and fit in right away. There's no uh, kind of, all right, you ease into this and you take your time. I mean, you're expected to compete and be great right away, and I think that's kind of tough to figure out. The Women's World Cup, actually, Sager told us this last night, outdrew the NBA um, draft in ratings-wise. I think it was like a 3-1 to a 2-5. So um, very good for the Women's World Cup. Not so good uh, for the NBA draft. So I I think people kind of tuned it out after the first uh, half dozen picks or something like that. 
And again, I don't. We're not going to get into this fight tonight. But I still don't understand how saying that there was only a three-person draft, how that means there's a problem with the NBA. Doesn't it show you that there maybe is a product with problem with talent development more than just the NBA? I, maybe that's just me. And the guy you're trying to think of is Amir Hinton. Yeah, the Amir Division Two yeah. Shaw University. Yeah. They also signed VJ King out of Louisville. So maybe there's that perspective. Now, one one final draft note, Arnie, yeah. and then we'll move on to a little bit of breaking news from earlier today. Any chance that Zion Williamson doesn't live up to the hype? I mean, here's a guy that doesn't necessarily fit the mold from a shooting perspective of what every single player in the NBA is supposed to be right now. You know, with the lack of defense being played in the NBA, I think that that alone and his size, his physicality, he'll get about 15 a game, Um, you know, especially on some garbage time stuff. But I don't think he's the transcendent player, as Fran Franchilla was telling us last night, that a lot of people think he is. I've got some serious questions about his outside shooting, about his three-point shooting. How many three-point shots did he take uh, with Duke? Yet when you're in college and you're that much bigger and more physical than everybody else, the buckets come easy. That's not going to be the case at the next level. I think he's going to be a really good player. I'm not buying that he's going to be the next LeBron or the next transcendent player uh, in the NBA. I just don't see it. I heard someone say, like a more athletic David West, and I kind of spit out my drink because I love David West. I think he was a really good NBA player. Yeah, He was a number one pick in the draft. Everyone lose their mind about him type of a player. So when I heard that comparison, I woke up a little bit because I was like many. It's like, did you see him in college, though, Arnie? The donks, the power. And then people point out his shooting percentage. You go, Oh, okay. Well, maybe that's a bigger issue. But I thought we'd kick off this hour with Eric Pincus coming up next, kind of looking back on what we learned from uh, the NBA draft last Thursday night. Now that that is in the rear view, Arnie, you and I both thought last week at this time that the house was on fire, and it still might be, and everything was just completely out of order when it came to the Houston Rockets. But at least one of their key pieces is saying, "Ah, ah, ah, not so fast. Earlier today, Chris Paul shot down trade rumors telling Jonathan Fegan of the Houston Chronicle, quote, I never asked for a trade. I never demanded a trade. I'll be in Houston. He added, I'm happy about that. I'm very happy about that. I'm good. There's only... uh, I'm good. There's only team that wins at the end of the year. Only one team that wins at the end of the year. You know what I mean? Right. Since I went to Houston from day one, it's been about winning games. It's always about winning games. So even though he turns 35 and is owed 124 mil over the next three years, which it would be really hard to make me upset if that were the case, it looks as if maybe we jumped the gun with him being unhappy, or is he playing a game of CYA here? No, he's he's full of baloney. Um, I believe I believe there was really some serious tension here, and maybe they worked it out the last couple of days. Uh, he realizes that nobody's going to want him with the contract that he has. Uh, nobody's going to take on that type of salary, and Harden realizes he's going to need him for you know for for what it's worth anyway. He's not going to win the title without him and another person. So they they realize they both got to you know live with each other, uh, especially. Uh, Chris Paul, because that money that's coming in, as you said, three years, how much money? That's 124 just, mil. For crying out loud. That's just insane <laughs> for a guy that's just breaking down at the end of his career. Uh, that's why he's happy now. So I think they kind of kissed and made up, and they'll try to get that one extra person. I don't blame them because Golden State's pretty much going to be irrelevant next year. Uh, yeah, they're not going to do anything. 
Yeah, and I think that's where if you're Houston, I don't necessarily say you stand pat. Maybe you make a move to go out and bring in another uh, another hitter, or maybe, I don't know, maybe you get in on the Patrick Beverly conversation. I have no idea. But I will say this much. it's um, I, don't, I know they can't afford him right now, but it's a very interesting decision that you have if you're, say, Portland, or obviously Houston more so. And Arnie can... Can I throw Oklahoma City in this mix as well, too? Because if you have two, two and a half, maybe three superstars, and you've been near the top, I don't think you can just suddenly say, oh, time to blow it up with the uncertainty surrounding the Golden State Warriors. Or at the very worst, I mean, Golden State's not going to have Kevin Durant next year, and they're not going to have Klay Thompson. Klay Thompson might end up somewhere else, but we for sure know, Arnie, they're not going to have him for, at the very least, more than half of the season. So this opens things up in the West right now. you got to – hopefully someone grabbed them and said, listen, Chris Paul, uh, first of all, you're, you're owed 124 mil over three years. Secondly, you guys have a shot here. I mean, outside of the Lakers with LeBron and Anthony Davis and whatever uh, other pieces they add, Arnie Houston's the second pick next year, right? Or no? It wouldn't go in your mind. I don't know what Vegas is saying, but LA one and Houston a pretty close second based on what they've had the last few years. No, I, I, I think according to the latest odds I saw that the Lakers were three to one. Then there I saw go. Milwaukee and the Clippers at six to one. So uh, the Rockets were at the second. And right now, even with just the three that the Lakers have, and I don't know who else they're going to add, but I'll just go with the three that they have right now with Kuzma, Anthony Davis, and LeBron. Um, whoever they get, whatever two you want to add, I don't care. Uh, they would beat the Houston Rockets four games to one in the best of seven Ooh. right now. Uh, that's how good the Lakers are. I, I can't wait to see what they're going to add. Um, you know, just the other one or two pieces of the puzzle. And they're really going to dominate the West because nobody's even going to be close to them. That's how you go from the worst team to the best team in the NBA in, in a couple of days by doing one thing, and that's getting Anthony Davis. Here's what I'll be curious, too. How much is going to change if you end up in a situation where, say, Kyrie goes to L.A.? And not the Lakers. I mean the Clippers. Boy, does that not open things up as well, too? And again, they would have some pieces that, that they could add around. Are you him talking about as Kawhi well or Kyrie? I'm, I'm Did sorry. I say Kyrie? I'm sorry, Kawhi. Yeah. Okay, I get Kawhi my case confused. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Kyrie could go too. I'm, I'm so confused already. Anyway, but go ahead. <laughs> but if Kawhi goes to the Clippers, yeah. Yeah. suddenly they're a, a team that you've got to reckon with. They might be a team to reckon with, regardless, based right. on how good they were last year. So I, I don't know. I mean, I, I am so intrigued by what happens a week from today because, again, we're looking at the West and maybe even now more so the East because Jimmy Butler's a free agent and out of Philadelphia. We don't know what's going on with Boston. Uh, obviously, Toronto with Kawhi, he carried them to a title, though they have nice pieces. I keep talking about the West, but Arnie, if we step back and take a broader view, is this not as wide open as the NBA period? Has been in a long time as far as championship contenders, even after the Lakers deal for Anthony Davis? Well, the Eastern Conference is what? Milwaukee and Philadelphia? Uh, yeah, and Philly oh, just oh, lost Jimmy it? Butler. Did I forget about Toronto? No, I didn't forget about them. When Kawhi <laughs> leaves, you'll go back to being a 500 team and uh, being irrelevant. So that's okay with that. But, yeah, um, it is wide open in the East. That's why I'm hoping my Knicks were going to get somebody, you know, to help out this year other than Kevin Durant. But, yeah, it's so wide open. Um Especially when you see that the Lakers, could you imagine if they get one more person, they go from three to one to maybe even money. And mm-hmm. that's like Golden State odds that good. Uh, and I don't even know if they're that good. Well, I, I would argue, too, I think the West, just by virtue, uh, 
of what teams do around them could still be considered somewhat open, though the Lakers have the big numbers right now. But, Arnie, it is a fascinating time to be an NBA fan because there is just so much unknown. So what did we learn today? Well, we learned that apparently Chris Paul has not asked for a trade and will plan on sticking in Houston, at least if they'll have him. Yeah, All right, coming up, to that. Eric Pincus is going to join us. Basketball Insiders, NBA TV, also the lead Lakers writer for the Bleacher Report. Great news. There's a quick way, an easy way. You could save money. Switch to Geico. It only takes 15 minutes to see if you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Go to Geico.com today and see how much you could save. Eric Pincus is next with Arnie and Plank on Fox sports radio betmgm has an unreal deal for sports fans in virginia turn five dollars into 150 instantly when you place your first wager at betmgm simply download the betmgm app and sign up using code champion 150 then place a five dollar wager on any sport you'll receive 150 dollars in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome and if you think the fun stops there the king of sports books has plenty of surprises in store check out daily promotions same game parlays live bets and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Smart journalism, fascinating topics, words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. From a car landing on a roof to a car landing in a pool, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state.
Artie and Plank, Fox Sports Radio. How crazy will this week be for the Lakers? We'll ask Eric Pincus in 15 seconds. But first, Discover. Go further than ever with the Discover IT Miles card. They automatically match the miles you earn at the end of your first year. So 35,000 miles could become 70,000. Discover miles. Limitations apply. Discover match for new card members only. Learn more at discover.com slash travel. He is the foremost capologist mind, in my opinion, not just for basketball insiders, but for fans everywhere at Eric Pincus on Twitter, and he's the lead Lakers writer for Bleacher Report. Eric, first and foremost, are we now set on what the compensation is going to be for New Orleans and in that, too, when this deal will be officialized with the third team involved in the Atlanta Hawks trading up for that pick? Where are we in all this mess? Uh, well, we can't really do anything. And by we, I mean, we're just going to be observers anyway. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, the Lakers and these teams and whatnot, uh, it, it can't all happen until July 6th. That's the end of the moratorium. Uh, you can negotiate now on June 30th with, with free agents and you can talk, but you can't really sign and make trades until July 6th. And the Lakers don't have the kind of cap room they need or the trade assets right now. They can't make that deal legally uh, until July 6th. So, uh I don't think it's going to wait until July 30th. There were, there were different ways that the deal could be structured. Uh, one of them meant signing that number four pick, waiting 30 days, which is something that happened back when Andrew Wiggins went uh, to Minnesota for Kevin Love. They, it, was a, a, it took a, a couple of months for that whole thing to come together, but there was a specific 30-day 30, 30 wait back then. But then the Pelicans, they, I don't think they were ever on board with waiting 30 days because they were shopping that pick. They were trying to trade it, and they ultimately did Atlanta. So uh, I don't think a wait. They're going to want DeAndre Hunter playing in summer league. I don't see that as realistic. Uh, and so what that means, most likely for the Lakers, is the addition of three players, uh, Jamario Jones, uh, Mo Wagner, and Isaac Bonga. And, and to be honest, like, how many of y'all know who those players are? If I showed you pictures <laughs> of those dudes, you can't get to know who they are. Now, I know who they are. It's my job. And diehard Laker fans who are, like, you know, consumed by the Lakers, they know who these guys are. But the casual fan, the Lakers are going to be fine without them. They're all three young, nice players who could develop into something and could not, you know. So, uh, but Atlanta has to be willing to take them. And I don't think the Pelicans will. I don't think they want them. They're looking at cap room. But I do think that's reasonable. And I think it's it's something that it's up to Rob Kalinka to make happen. That's his job as general manager is to make sure that whatever happens, every deal is favorable to his team and in theory, they should, if they move those three guys on July 6th, along with Kuzma, not Kuzma, sorry, misspoke. I don't want now, now, look, yeah. boom, it's going to be on the Easy internet. Dan, Eric Pingus <laughs> reports Kuzma. Oh, God dang it. Uh, no, but, um, uh, you know, Brandon Ingram, uh, Lonzo Ball, Josh Hart, and that number four pick, that can all happen July 6th. It's done. Put those extra guys in there. The Lakers would actually sign a free agent maybe a top guy at $32 million. It's like a haircut under the max, like wow. 700000 And now you could potentially get Kawhi Leonard or Kyrie Irving or maybe Kemba Walker or Jimmy Butler. Or maybe you, you get a couple of guys. Uh, and then after you spend that money, then you make the trade. Now you're over the cap. Uh, Anthony Davis will get about $1.4 million of his trade bonus. He can't get the whole thing. As, as I, you know, it's, it's possible, but it, it, realistically, he probably won't get the whole trade bonus. But... I think everyone will be happy in the end, uh, except for people who hate the Lakers. You, you know, Eric, so you, Arnie. <laughs> you, you, you went through some of the guys. <laughs> Eric, you went through some of the guys there, but I'm wondering, any new names are starting to pop up? Anybody that we kind of left out or has kind of, kind of come on the scene lately that the Lakers might be interested in? 
Oh, I was going to say, uh, did you mean additional Lakers that might be traded? But there are no more Lakers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 uh, Kuzma. That's the only guy standing. That and LeBron. Right. Uh, so I wrote about this on Saturday to just kind of think it out loud. Uh, if you could get Kawhi Leonard, I think you get Kawhi Leonard, and you say we'll worry about the depth later, right? Right? Because Kawhi Leonard is arguably the best player in basketball, and some people will say he's third best or fifth best, but he, he's in that argument. Uh, but if you if you went with Kyrie Irving, let's say, uh, and if you had a chance instead to get D'Angelo Russell, but also sign Patrick Beverly, because the Lakers don't have any guards. They have, they don't have. When I say they don't have any guards, I don't mean like they don't have any good guards. Like they literally don't have any guards right. on the roster. Um, they might bring back Alex Caruso. Like they have some means, but the reality is is that they, if you could go like the the jump between D'Angelo Russell, who's a little bit younger, but he, and he's an All Star. And Kyrie Irving, if you said in a vacuum, who's the better player, you'd probably say, at least proven-wise, you know, Kyrie Irving's a champion, right. et cetera, et cetera. But if you could have Patrick Beverly, who'd be essentially the dream on green of the bunch, right, the guy who's there to intimidate the other team's best player, just he's the one who's guarding James Harden. We saw in the finals, not in the finals, in the playoffs, he guarded Kevin Durant, even though he's a guard. Obviously, Durant's hurt, but that's a, a, a level of toughness and, and defensive intensity the Lakers would need. And... and so, I mean, it doesn't have to be those two guys. It's just kind of the, the idea of it is that maybe you go for a max guy or maybe you use that money to add depth. And, and you know, there are other guys out there. They need a center, maybe DeAndre Jordan. Uh, I mean, I don't think Brooke Lopez is leaving Milwaukee, but that's possible. I mean, there's a guy, Dwayne Dedman is a value guy, or if you got him, some people would say, who's that? But, like, the basketball people would say he's a good – he'd be a good fit. So. They have a lot of potential. It's just not going to be. It's going to be a very top-heavy roster, no matter how you slice it. It's going to either be two stars or three stars. Kyle Kuzma, and for the most part, probably a bunch of guys making the minimum. From the perspective of D'Angelo Russell, I'm intrigued by that, as you wrote, because there might still be that chance to go get a Patrick Beverly too. But is Russell interested, or is he going to have more money? I know Phoenix kind of made a few moves where it doesn't seem likely he could end up out there. Where, 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 where is this saga right now with D'Angelo and potentially the Lakers? Yeah, the the Suns are kind of a roller coaster in, in the draft. I was I, I I don't think anyone fully quite guessed what they're doing. So <laughs> I'm going to go through and figure out their math. But they kind of like oh they're opening up space and then they went and made a trade and pulled on. Oh no, they're eating up space. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, I, let's not talk about the Suns because that's a whole other program. But uh, there, there's going to be competition. But the the idea is that he's a restricted free agent with the Nets, and so. The Lakers aren't going to have time to get a restricted free agent because they're going to have to make a deal to execute this trade. But as we said, they have to find the player first. But there's also the chance that the Nets go get Kyrie Irving and they maybe KD and renounce, which is what the Lakers did with Julius Randle last year. They renounced him, let him go, and he went and signed uh, with the Pelicans without having to worry about going through the restricted free agent process. If that happens, I've heard that it's possible that it's something that is at least – Interesting, because first of all, Magic Johnson's gone. He's the one who basically kicked uh, D'Angelo Russell out the door and, and kicked him on the way out. He's no longer there. Um, and look, you have a chance to play with Anthony Davis and LeBron James and go back to a place where you at least have some comfort level. And, and I, I know that there weren't. It wasn't a great experience the way he left. And Rob Polinka, I think, doesn't necessarily have the best relationship with Aaron Mintz, who's the agent of of Paul George and. Julius Randle and D'Angelo Russell, three guys who either left or never came. 
but you can't hold grudges in this league. I mean, you just can't. You have to. You have to work with you know guys get new clients and you you have to deal with each other. And if D'Angelo Russell wants to come home, I think it's at least possible. But there's been buzz that Minnesota might go after him, even though they don't have the money. Uh, any team, Indiana, I've heard they they're, D'Angelo's a really good. He's an all star. Right. He's young. He's not a perfect player, but he's he's he had a great season and he's had a really nice career. And it'd be, he'd be really hard to stop if you're if you've got. LeBron and AD and Kyle Kuzma and the balls in the hand of D'Angelo Russell and you have to give all the attention to everybody else. You have to stop D'Angelo Russell, but you also have Patrick Beverly there all over your best offensive player. I mean, that's a pretty interesting Eric, combination, you, if you ask me. I was going to say, are you surprised that the Lakers are, are the overwhelming 3-1 to one favorites with only three guys on their team for the most part? I, I mean, if they get a, if they fill out that roster, they'll be like even money when, it, when the season gets going. No, I mean, it, it, they're probably going to get Trevor Ariza. There's a good chance they'll get Kyle Korver. He got traded to the Grizzlies, and he's not guaranteed, and I think they'll cut him. Uh, they're going to flesh out the roster with good basketball players, just like any team does at this level. And, and then there'll be buyout guys in March uh, that add to it. I mean, that's kind of how the league works, and guys w- want to chase rings. And it's just like if, if you said the Warriors were healthy, then we would be having a debate can this new Lakers team beat the Warriors? And some people would say yes, and some people would say no, and we'd yell at each other. <laughs> but we don't have that, right? We just don't have that. The Warriors, unfortunately, aren't the Warriors this year. You're not going to have two of those stars. Obviously, KD is a free agent. We don't know what he's going to do, if he's even going to stay. I think Clay is going to stay. I mean, we'll see, but I think he's going to stay. But he's out for at least six months, if not nine months, if not a year. So without them, I mean, can would you bet on Nicole? Nicole Jokic or LeBron James and AD, right? Uh, even if they got Jamal Murray, it's like that's on a different level. If you, we could talk about Utah, we could talk, you know Donovan Mitchell and Mike Conley or LeBron and AD. Yeah. So it, it's yeah. it's hard to argue against it. Really, it is. There's just great teams in the West, but I mean the Lakers need to do a good job fleshing it out. But they have the makings of something really special. Obviously, the Rockets are are on that list, but reportedly Chris Paul and James Harden aren't on the same page. So that that's that's troublesome as well. Great stuff as always, Eric. I know it's going to be a busy week for you. You'll have the calculator out, but uh, good luck, man. It's going to be yeah. pretty wild, I think. <laughs> I look forward to it. Thanks, Eric. Okay, we'll thanks see you. That's great. Eric Pincus. Love talking to that guy. If you're not following oh. him on Twitter, you should. At Eric Pincus, P-I-N-C-U-S. Speaking of guys who you should follow on Twitter, if they had a Twitter account, Steve does have one. Is in the house, ladies and gentlemen, to Don't get us caught up on everything going on. I live a very happy on. life. Wow. It's, it's so amazing. I took a week off from Twitter. It was great. It was great. All right, DeSager, what do we got going on? Well, breaking there was a news, tweet. DeSager, get to the breaking news right away. Oh, dare I ask? Go ahead. I'm coming out to L.A. July 13th. Dinner on you. I love it. <laughs> what? What? And what? people are giving what? me blank looks in the studio. I'll be coming out. So Get excited. ready. July 13th. Get ready for me. May stay out for like a month or two. July 13th. Oh so r- right after All-Star Week, when the second half of the ball season resumes, you'll be there that weekend. I will be well, What part of July 13th did you not understand? I'm just wondering if there's anything going on. We'll be resuming baseball by then. So you're saying one weekend or just for a month? Or I, I, I don't know. This. How long can I stay on your couch? Okay, so you're not staying long is what you're saying. 
The tweet this afternoon of the NBA from Yahoo reporter Chris Haynes that Raptor star Kawhi Leonard is declining his player option of about 21 mil to become an unrestricted free agent this summer, that he is, quote, seriously considering re-signing. The Raptors are the only team that can offer him a five-year Supermax contract. He writes, not Leonard. Haynes, that rival executives view his current team as the favorite to land him, at least on June 23rd. Tonight in Major League Baseball, the Angels won at St. Louis 6-4. to Albert Pujols went 2-5. for five. Each team scored four times in the ninth. The Dodgers won their sixth straight, 6-3 over Colorado, a walk-off home run to win all three games against the Rockies yeah, on the geez. weekend, and all three were by rookies. Arizona won in 10 innings. Atlanta won in 10. Pittsburgh won in 11 innings on a bases-loaded walk, 11-10 to 10 over San Diego. Cubs and Milwaukee each winners, and Houston ended the Yankees' eight-game winning streak 9-4. to four. U.S. women's soccer plays Spain tomorrow, noon Eastern time, on FS1. The winner will face host France, which is now 4-0 in the tournament. That would be a quarterfinal on Friday. France a winner today in its home country in overtime, eliminating Brazil 2-1. to one. France scored off a free kick early in the second 15-minute OT. England shut out Cameroon 3-0. England had over 60% of the possession. It'll be England 4-0 against Norway in a quarterfinal Thursday. Germany at 4-0 plays its quarterfinal Saturday against either Sweden or Canada. Those two play tomorrow afternoon on FS1. Ches Reeve took the Travelers by four strokes, his first win in 11 years on the PGA Tour. Martin Truex Jr. won the NASCAR race at Sonoma. Kyle Busch finished second. Truex won there last year. Also today, he led 46 of the last 49 laps. Back to the show in 10 seconds, but first a word from Farmers. At Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. One exception being an airborne car. Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. And we may kick around Mickey Calloway in about 10, 15 minutes on this show. As well. You and I are going to be kicking Ooh. it around at the beach, right, the Sager? <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is the best line you've had tonight. Oh, wow. Does that mean no? I don't understand. <laughs> uh, I'll call you. Oh, wow. <laughs> you need to work on this tan. <laughs> uh, we come to you live from the Geico Good Stuff, Steve. We come to you live uh, from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Ah, so you're L.A. bound, huh? Going to try yeah. to make some time with your uh, buddy Steve, uh, Steve Kerr or what? Well, he's up in Northern Cal. I'm going to Southern Cal. Unless I see him around, you know, just walking around. Last time I was in Los Angeles, I, I ran into Charlie Steiner. Oh, you did? Yeah. You don't I yelled, say. I go, Charlie, get over here. Uh, I took a picture with him. I introduced him to my mom. My mom had no idea who he was, um, but uh, he was great. He was a lot of fun. I, I enjoyed Charlie. Can I just say Charlie Steiner had the call of that game-winning Dodger blast today. It was phenomenal. The yeah. game-winning homer for a third day in a row, and here it was. He's hitting 306 in Oklahoma City, and he pops it up into center field. Now drifting on back. That's more than a pop-up. That's a walk-off home run. <laughs> okay, he's taking a few games off this year. Uh, <laughs> Not enough, oh, apparently. I love Charlie, though. I love Charlie. Do you know what? I'll be honest, though. When I saw that off the bat, I didn't think it was very well hit either. So I got fooled as well. But, yeah, that was uh, popped up, center center field. Oh, oh my gosh. That, that's more than a pop-up. Yeah, I, 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 uh, a play-by-play guy's worst nightmare. Dodgers, three straight walk-off wins from three different rookies. But, yeah, maybe you could go take in some of that rookie ball. Arnie, go watch the Dodgers.
Dodgers. Give them the kiss of death, right? Wow. Yeah, I'll have to see who they're playing that week. Uh, go ahead and figure that out. Um, you know what? It's kind of funny uh, because, in all honesty, I was trying to make a trip out to L.A. here wow. in a couple of weeks as well, too. Now I know which oh, week let's to go together. Off. Come on. No, no, we can't do a show in yeah. studio together. It will kill everything. We just can't do it. We have to be in two separate places. That's the rules. By, um, by the way, Drew says, hey, stinking genius, do everybody a favor and find yourself off Fox Sports Radio permanently like all Rocket fans want CP3 out of Houston. Here's the thing. So many. So mean, Drew. Here's the thing, though, about if you want to get CP3 out of Houston, um, you've got to find a taker. And I just – I think DeSager's brought this up when we talk about it. Rick Buecher brought it up when we talk about it. I don't know if we got into it with Eric Pincus or not, but – no one's going to take on that kind of money and that kind of deal for a guy who is heading down the home stretch of his career. And Houston gave him the big deal. They've got to live with it right now. But you, you never know. You might find somebody that gets thirsty and says, you know, we'll take that. We'll take that opportunity to bring Chris Paul well, here. You've got to so be in the we'll desert see. not had anything to drink for like a year for you to be that thirsty to touch that contract. Forget about it. You watch in two weeks when the Knicks trade for him, he's going to hail it as the oh. greatest trade he's ever seen I will in his stop entire being a life. New York Knicks fan, if that happens. Uh, well, you're yeah, already going to quit whenever Lakers. Kevin Durant. Yeah, now you got to stop that. Uh, little troller writes: Arnie's Lakers could use some olive. Could use some olive. Him a veteran, scrappy jumbo guard who can give them at least three or four times up and down the court a week, and use half of the trips on fouls. And did Plank tweet out an OU softball tweet when he got back on Twitter? First of all, Arnie, I think, I think little bro troller is potentially bringing up the idea of Arnie Spanier coming back and potentially donning the Lakers jersey. I mean, veteran, scrappy, jumbo guard. Give them three or four times up and down the court. Better than Kerr. Use half of their trips on fouls. Why not, stinking? Break out the rec specs. Go help LeBron and, and AD. Why not? You, you know, I'm not kidding around. I think I could play in the big three league or whatever they call that that's on Fox. I think I could play in that league right now. Uh, it was, I watched a lot of it today. It was, They had three games on today. Yeah. Um, it's I saw fun. Greg Oden dunk. I saw him do that. I, I saw I saw a, lo- a lot of missed shots. A yeah. lot of missed that's shots. That's why but I know I could be is, out there. For what it is. <laughs> For what it is, it was very entertaining. Uh, and yes, by the way, my very first tweet that I sent out was a softball tweet, little troll. Oh, I tell you guys fired. not to follow. I tell you guys not to follow me. That's all. I, that's all I tweet about. Uh, Mister Nice Guy writes. Pardon me for asking, but what the bleep has Anthony Davis ever won? I'll take my answer off the air. Wow. Um, that's a good question. Uh, I'll get back to you on that. But now that he's with LeBron, then you really should be asking me, what does LeBron want? And there's plenty to answer there. So uh, what LeBron has is Anthony Davis's right now. You can put them together. And as Sean writes, at ShadySean420, don't know what that 420 means, Sean. Yeah. Want to talk about an NBA team that doesn't matter, Arnie? How about your Knicks? Last I checked, the Raptors have been more relevant the last 10 to 15 years than your pathetic New York Knicks. Hashtag we the North. See, this is why we need to get the Knicks relevant again. It really is better for the NBA. You don't, you don't want the Lakers being bad, the Knicks being bad, iconic teams. When Philadelphia wasn't so great, when Boston wasn't so great, that's not good for the NBA. It's good when Toronto wins and Milwaukee's up there and stuff like that. Come on now. That, that's not good at all. 
You know, it's kind of funny is you joked that the uh, Raptors need to get back to being a 500 team. They've made, what, six straight trips to the NBA playoffs. Yes. When was the last time the New York Knicks went to the playoffs? Why, why are you doing this to me? Ouch. I'm just I, I'm, I'm sitting here defending the Raptors tonight. I don't know why. I don't know what's wrong with me. But I'm it's been with, a long time since we won a championship. I know that. Arnie, I'm with you. The league is better when the Knicks and Lakers are good. And I think that is a that's going to be a major, major storyline in free agency to see if the Knicks can still attract someone. And now that the Lakers went out and made moves, will they be able to bring in that third star if they even need it with We'll win LeBron one before Oklahoma AD. City wins one, I promise you that. Um I would take that bet, as wow. a matter of fact. Don't, I would say, I, I'm not an Oklahoma City fan, but I would say, all right, let's go. I would take Paul George and Russell Westbrook two on five with the five Ouch. you could cobble together with the Knicks right now. But I was going to say, said, at least we, we still have Porzingis, but he got traded away, so forget about exactly. that. Exactly. So yeah. you're in trouble there. All right, when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, Sega will slide in, and we've got to talk about the mess in the New York Mets clubhouse. We'll dive into oh, it with Arnie geez. and Plank on Fox. Fox Sports Radio. Do you like this as far as a recruitment idea or method? Um, does it really make a difference? I mean, is Kawhi saying, wow, know. two billboards. How can I turn that down? <laughs> I forget about the money and I get five years Supermax. I got to go to L.A. now. No, he's going to go where he wants to go, uh, not because of billboards. Um, maybe money plays into this, but I think he wants to go back to Los Angeles. And I, I think he really is going to go ahead and end up with the Clippers. Well, DeSager, we know how well the billboards worked for Dwight Howard. So um, <laughs> I guess yeah. the good news here is at least they're showing they want him, right? Our dreams came true, yes. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, since it was an open-ended question before the break, is what has Anthony Davis ever won? National championship, uh, gold medal in London, uh, two wow. years later, started every game for the undefeated USA basketball team at the World Championships, best team in the world. There is an answer uh, to that question. Since I should have given What that has answer. New Orleans ever won in the NBA? Nothing. Nah, fair. And by the way, I have to correct it because the uh, note on ESPN.com says uh, I-5. And what did I say it wrong, Bobo? Did it I say it incorrectly? It sounded like you said 35. It sounded like oh, you said uh, 135. Oh, it, it I-5. Po- I possibly could have because 35 is in Oklahoma, and that's all I know. So I-5. Thank you for the correction, Bubba. All right, DeSager, where do you want to kick things off Uh, We'll get to the Mets in a moment, but I must say that uh, Cameroon got shut out at the Women's World Cup and good riddance. They're just an immature display that you wouldn't believe from a team that – had a chance to actually pull off the upset of England, wound up losing 3 nothing, and spent the game just literally stomping around the field and hysterics and complaining about the refs and the they whole world's play, against right? them. The ref at one point said, come on, we got to kick off, and they just ignored the ref completely and didn't even go into formation to start the game again. It was just constant silliness. Good riddance, as they say. So they... They speak to England's coach of the winning side right afterwards. But I've got to say that that wasn't football for me. That wasn't a World Cup last 16 in terms of the behaviour that I want to see from from footballers. You know, this is going out worldwide. uh, And I can't stand here and say that I particularly enjoyed it. My players didn't enjoy it. Yeah, we'll have more on him in an hour. There was a lot. He went on and spoke the truth, and I appreciate that much. Meanwhile, media versus Mets today. It it all happened after this, not ending, but deciding swing against the Mets in the eighth inning for the Cubs. That goes Conforto. It's got a chance. Gone. Three-run homer, Javier Baez. That 
was Cubs radio, so the Mets wound up losing 5-3 at Chicago on that swing in the eighth against a reliever that wasn't their closer. They didn't bring the closer in early, and the manager, Mickey Calloway of the Mets, told one of the beat reporters afterwards, we're not going to use Edwin Diaz, our closer, for five outs just because you think so. And that was one of the best conversations of the day. It, it, <laughs> there was an incident that started with the manager cussing out a beat writer yeah. after the game for being an antagonist. And the manager told the PR staff, get this bleepity bleep out of the clubhouse. And when the writer didn't leave immediately, a pitcher for the Mets, Jason Vargas, got into a stare down with him, had to be restrained from going after the writer. Jeez. The manager didn't like a remark made by the reporter as he walked by like see you tomorrow or something. Oh, don't be smart and blah, blah, blah. Get this wow. bleep out of here. We don't need it. You know, and then the pitcher got in the shouting match. I will knock you out. And it, it just was a bad, bad scene. So bad that the Mets themselves issued a statement of apology. And somebody from the Mets actually contacted the writer and said, you have no reason in the future to feel uncomfortable doing your job. We apologize. But the manager and the pitcher in the locker room took issue only minutes apart after this 5-3 Jeez. loss. And it hasn't been a good year for this manager specifically not just the team but they've Get had rid of this bullpen already, troubles huh? all season long and it's a legitimate point that especially with new york media but frankly any media of not using the closer in the eighth and inning then the and knicks are fighting the with newsday right knicks don't want right. to let them in there yeah talk about small-minded it's just Jeez. it goes on and on so the the uh, reporter says, all I said was, you know, see you tomorrow, Mickey. And then he came right back, man, but don't be smart. And, you know, on and on. And so that was no good. I uh, there was a the- By the way, DeSinger, there was a theory posed that he's trying to get fired tonight. So <laughs> not a bad way to go about well, it if you're Mickey Calloway. If yeah. you get fired, you do get the bulk of your salary. <laughs> That That's is for true. sure. That is true. Uh, and uh, the Houston Astros and Justin Verlander beat the Yankees 9-4 today, but the Yankees have now homered in 26 yep. straight games, a franchise record, major league record, 27 straight. Great stuff to Sager. Hey, when we come back next hour, we got buy or sell, stock up, stock down. And what everyone came for tonight, Arnie's picks are next in our final hour right here on Fox Sports Radio. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. 
Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Ah, yes! Final hour, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you, Arnie Spanier. Yes. 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. All right, we got a lot to get to uh, and not a lot of time to do it. We can open it up for your calls at 877-99 on Fox. Your tweets, like our man Ernie the Great Opiner, who writes, Arnie was in his sixth year at Arizona, the last time the Knicks won a championship. Is that true, Arnie? Funny, you were in Ernie, your sixth I year. was only at U of A for five years. I transferred from USC where I went for one year, so that was my sixth total. Six total years in college. By the way, before oh, anybody God. calls me out, when I say USC, University of Southern Colorado is where I went. Right, exactly. Make sure it's very clear. Make sure yeah. it's very clear. Oh, and then one more. Hey, it's official. Arnie's coming to L.A. to fill in for Ben's suspension slash vacation unless he's not or he's scared. No, Can I'm not. You I am scared. Oh, okay. I am scared. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay, I, I freely admit that. I, will ne- I filled in for Ben Maller like six, seven years ago. And uh-huh. ever since the boss calls me up and asks me to fill in, I start to cry. And he's like, okay, okay, forget about it then. I won't make you fill in for Ben. So um, I haven't had to fill in for him. You filled in for him uh, now. Christmas holiday. More. Yeah, all the time. So I, I yeah, we don't had a have blast. to do that. Yeah. We oh, had yeah, a blast. I'm sure, you, I'm sure you did. I'm sure you did. Well, it was the holiday, and everyone was in a good mood. So I got uh, the Malin militia. Got they're never in a good mood. Um, you know, there was one guy who told me how to do radio every single night, which okay. I felt kind of funny. So that seemed about normal. But no, it was good, Arnie. It was a good time, man. You, I think you're giving the Maller militia a bad rap, to be honest with oh, you. Oh, yeah, Come I'm on. sure I am. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm hey, sure I am. Don't forget, Big Ben is coming up next. So we are merely the tailgate show until then. So uh, we got stock up, stock down coming up next segment. It's uh, buy or sell. Nobody else does this. Nobody. Radio. Nobody. Uh, and on your, your list of top Topics that you wanted to get into tonight, Arnie. I will have to say, I think we've done a good job of not beating the Pujols Cardinal thing into the ground tonight. It was much of our first segment, and they yeah, thank goodness gave we didn't get into the UConn thing too either. What, what, are you angry about that or no, something? No, no, not at all. Oh. I mean, I only talked about it yesterday because uh, Torres went to UConn. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, and obviously Torres covers college basketball about like. Nobody else. Is right. that proper English? He covers it better than just about anybody else, so I'm sure he would be all over it. But, yeah, interesting story to break this morning. And that's my beloved American Athletic Conference, which houses my alma mater. So I should be angry about them leaving. But what do you do? I mean, it's almost – think about this in – let me college dork out for just a moment. Sure. Think about this, Arnie. In today's modern era of conference realignment 
and uh, shifting of leagues. How many times has any conference looked at itself and said, we got to do this for basketball? Zero. Doesn't zero. Right. Exactly. I mean, hell well, UConn the, did this and doesn't know what they're doing with their football program right now. This is phenomenal for basketball fans everywhere. They chose the health of their basketball programs over anything else. I think Chris DNCA may have to step in and kind of fine tune the conferences for college football because I mean we always hear the rumors. There's always people moving here, moving there. Um, though it's been a couple of years, I no, it hasn't been. I think it's been two years, but um, we got to kind of fine tune it and kind of strengthen it up because I'm I'm not liking the direction it's going in right now. What just college sports in general? No, or? football, college football. Oh. I mean, the Pac-12 is almost insignificant. It seems like um, you know the Big Ten gets a raw deal. It's like all about the SEC. I think we've got to do, either go to super conferences. Or, um, you know, do something about that lousy Big 12 and incorporate them to the uh, Pac-12. Okay, well, let's move on, shall we? Because I'm not fighting with <laughs> you, you tonight over this. You hate when I say that. You just said your conference is trash. And you're basically trying to drag a Still league into it. Still better than the Big 12. It's not. I'm sorry. It's just you're spewing ignorance and lies. Why do you do this to the people? Why do you do this, Arnie? You want you're going Arizona's going to lose to Texas Tech. Let's go Cougars. Let's go Red Raiders. Yes, we play Houston. And you play Texas Tech. (laughs) Who's probably you know what? You guys might get your asses kicked by Hawaii the Uh, opening weekend. What are you gonna do about that? You play Hawaii and you're probably gonna be an underdog when you go out there. Cry in the corner. I do love yeah. I do love Kevin Sumlin. And DeMarco Murray is your running backs coach now. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. I'm sorry. I, I, we're hitting up Twitter here to start hour three. And and Bill, I'm sorry. I, I got to change my whole perspective because Bill at Bill4990 just tweeted and said, it is common knowledge that Katie is going to the Knicks. Plank better wake up. That is true. That is oh, true. hell, Bill, Bill said so. So the common knowledge that, that's out there from Bill – I think it's all hogwash. I really do. I think we all look back at LeBron last year, and we actually got one right in free agency. We Nobody, it's funny to look back now, no one had Kevin Durant going to Golden State when he signed with the Warriors. We looked back and thought, hey, they made room for another max contract. This could happen because you had the bump in the, in the non-existent salary cap. There's a possibility, but he's not going there. He's either going to Oklahoma City, and I can't even remember. I think I, I can't even remember who the third team was, but everyone thought he was just going to re-sign with OKC. And boom, he goes to Golden State. Now, it's been so long, Arnie, four years ago, that no one remembers that we didn't call this, just like no one remembers that we've been about 0 for 18 in our lock, stock, and barrel free agent projections until LeBron came along. Yeah, but Kevin Durant didn't have a house up in Oakland like he has a place in New York, like he had his surgery in New York, like he was having lunch with Kyrie in New York. And yes, everybody knows that Kevin Durant is going to the New York Knicks. Sorry to break it to the Warrior fans. You'll be fine. You'll move on once you get Klay Thompson back, not next year, but, you know, the year after. Um, But he's going to the New York Knicks. It's like that girl that says, I don't want to date you. Um, Don't be Ignorant. She doesn't want. Hey, may not be you. Maybe it's her, but she doesn't want to date you. Kevin Durant is going to the Knicks. Everybody knows that, uh, Chris. Right, and everybody's wrong. I mean, wow. it's just it's, it's these moments to where you almost ignore logic. And well, Kevin Durant's got a home in New York. I'm willing to bet a lot of NBA players have a home in New York, but don't end up playing no, for the I Knicks. No, I don't bet it's, they do. I bet they don't. 
Really? Well, okay, let me go the other way. I bet a lot of NBA players have a home in L.A., and they don't play out there as well, okay, too. Okay, I'll give you that. Then fine. So why in the, why, what in the world Except would be all attractive we about, about playing for the Knicks? All we hear is about Kyrie wanting to go back to Los Angeles because that's where he's from. So um, there you go to the counter to that. Again, we could sit here and do this all night long. You're you're basing this on this mythical idea that if you do it for the Knicks, then you're going. It, it, that's what everybody wants. I don't really know if it's that same. When were the last time the Knicks were relevant? When Jeff Van Gundy was hanging on Alonzo Mourning's leg? Pretty much. You know, yeah. whenever Arnie Spanier was working overnights and he said, it's only been 100 years since my New York Knicks. You had the little music sound yeah, that you played. That. I mean, yeah. that was the last time that they were even close to relevance, Arnie. I just, I don't think there's this draw for Kevin Durant to go to the Knicks, and I think we've created this mythical idea. Why isn't Kawhi being talked about to the Knicks if it's a place that you have to be? Because right? Kawhi's going to end up going to Los Angeles to the Clippers. That's why. Uh, but but if the Knicks are the place to be, why wouldn't they have the scoop on everybody right now? We've created the Knicks because we think that his agent as a Knicks fan is going to steer him there. That's it. That's all. I just don't want you to be upset about this because I know you're going to be no, when not June 30th comes around and he goes to the Nets. I'm 110% sure he's going to go to the Knicks. 110%? Yeah. I mean, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure this out, you know. You're the only one that doesn't know that he's going to the Knicks. Uh, well, you're like I, the guy whose wife is cheating on you and you're the last oh to gosh. know. Well, I would be fine if any my wife go ahead and take her. <laughs> But again, Arnie, I worry about your heartbreak uh, here. I've seen you do this before. You build up teams as Super Bowl champions in the exhibition season. You you build up your Knicks as something, or you build up your Arizona Wildcats to something that they're not yeah, and not never will year. be. Yeah. And wow. your conference as well, too. I mean, in football, they're just, it's not going to happen. I, and read then this, it, I was going to read this one. Real Mike says the Pac-12 will get back when USC gets Urban Meyer. So I just wanted to throw in your little college football there. We've got to get the Pac-12 back to relevance. It's killing me that it's not. Can I tell you the, the very simple thing if we're going to do OCD radio here tonight, Arnie? Yeah. By the way, if you tweet something at Arnie, it automatically de- defers any attention he had towards our topic yeah, I to whatever drop, you want to talk uh, yeah, about. I drop everything. Everything is dropped, yeah, and yeah. he reads the tweet. Yeah. Um, it, it's that simple in college football, guys and gals. It's that simple. Get a team that's good in football. And Suddenly, boom, your conference is considered fine. The reason the Pac-12 is viewed as struggling, yeah, they're not great at basketball, and sure, things have been a little bit of a struggle, I guess, even if you want to go into baseball. But if Oregon's going to the Final Four, or if USC's going to the Final Four, suddenly people aren't worried about how much Larry Scott's spending on his office. And suddenly, it's not an issue about the clearance for the Pac-12 network, Arnie. It's very simple. Get a team back in the playoffs, get a team competing for a championship, and you're fine. And I will take any bet that anyone wants that uh, that Urban Meyer will indeed end up at USC. I mean, come on. You want to talk about foregone conclusions, 110%. I mean, that's got to be the deal there, of right? Of course. Of course. By the way, I'm still waiting for Oklahoma and Texas to join the Pac-12 in uh, in football. I'm, I'm waiting for that for you guys to take the upgrade and, and join us. Okay. Why would that be an upgrade? We make a lot more money in the Big 12 than we would God. in the Pac-12? Well, that's because of the television networks. We all know what's going on there in, in, pretty in, big down deal. there in the South. And we control our third-tier rights. Oh, I, and... You know what? Can, can you pull any strings and get Arizona and Oklahoma to play uh, home and home, I would love to come down there and kick your butt. Oh, gosh, only, I would we, love that. We only play marquee. Oh! Programs, Arnie. 
Why would we lower our level to playing Arizona? Uh, By the way, uh, there's a couple of other tweets here that I wanted to get to from earlier today, if I could go back just a bit, because I am just awful at keeping my uh, uh, attention span on Twitter anymore. Here's what Eddie said when we were talking about the Lakers earlier. If the Lakers can't afford A-level players allowed uh, around LeBron and AD, there's always affordable WNBA talent that's out there. Isn't that sexist? You can't say that. I think it is. Okay. And it would be fun next year if LeBron got complacent, loses a few steps, and opposing fans start to cheer, quote, Jeannie wants to trade you. <laughs> Dude, I, I, are we done with that now that they got Anthony Davis? Can, can we put that to rest? I, I think that's one thing we could finally say we're done with that rumor. And then one more quick one here before we grab our break and we get into stock up, stock down, buy or sell. Uh, one neck two. Biggest fan, right? So glad Arnie could give us the World Cup ratings opposed to the NBA draft, which happens every year, not every four years. You would think Arnie and Bunker Nation would be talking soccer. Oh, wait, we're still talking NBA. Hashtag off my lawn. And, uh, oh, here's one more from Mike, right? Before the finals were over, Arnie was like, I'm taking off next summer to go to the Knicks championship parade because we're getting Durant and Zion. Now it's, oh, I don't think Zion is any good, and he's a bust. But this undrafted second-round pick is pretty interesting. Yeah, you're basing this on a Division Eight guy that you're all fired up oh, about Oh, stop now, it. You know I'm basing it on Kevin Durant, and we we're not even going to have him next year. So I've got to wait now an extra year. That's like me getting married, but I can't fool around with my wife for a whole year. I don't like the way this is turning out, you know? Well, um, you've really had a lot of marriage analogies tonight, Arnie, is what I was going to bring up. Now, have you guys noticed that? A lot of analogies about marriage and (laughs) cheating wives. And Is there something we need to talk about deeper than sports here this evening? Are you okay? as far as I know, that's for sure. All right, I just want to make sure. Hey, uh, coming up in our next segment, Stock Up, Stock Down. But before we go to break, Discover, you can go further than ever with Discover IT Miles Card. They automatically match the miles you earn at the end of the first year. So you're 35,000 miles. Miles could become 70,000 miles. Discovered miles. Limitations apply. Discover match for new card members only. Learn more at discover.com slash travel. All right. Buy or sell. Coming up next as we dive into the biggest questions in the sports world heading into the week of free agency in the NBA here on Fox Sports Radio. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall. 
and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Ah! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. From a car landing on a roof to a car landing in a pool, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. DeSager coming up in about 10 minutes from now to get you caught up one final time with everything going on in the world of sports. By ourselves coming up here in mere moments. Yep. A lot of good tweets that we need to get to at Stinking Genius One. That's Arnie. I'm at Plank Show. Um, <laughs> Justin writes, Arnie's ripping the militia, yet he won't fill in for Ben Maller. He's basically William Shatner without hair. Wow. Yeah, I, I see that. Ben's having some feud with uh, Shatner for the last uh, three, four years. So I guess he's blocked everybody that's associated, associated with Ben. Yeah, it goes back quite a way, too. Like, There's something uh, wrong with that. You know, you're fighting with Captain Kirk. I, that, there's something not right about that, though, you know? <laughs> Right. He saved the world. How could you fight with Captain Kirk? I Beat me up, Scotty. Beat me up. Yeah, and by the way, one one quick note. Uh, we had uh, Rick Buecher on earlier. He was great. Yeah. Great interview. You can find that on our podcast page at foxsportsradio.com. Simply search uh, podcast. But I saw this earlier from Jim who wrote, your guest doesn't know what he's talking about. Kyrie's the only one to make a big shot. Stop it. Give me a break. Listen, the deal with Kyrie, Arnie, has never been about his ability. N- never has been about his ability. It's been about his perceived attitude and the, and I can't, I can't even say perceived, his attitude and kind of how people have to deal with a little bit of a diva mentality. And maybe it's not as bad as LeBron's. Uh, it's just he's not as successful as LeBron's been. I don't know. But he's a... It's. I don't think we're painting him in a negative light that he hasn't kind of earned himself. Is that fair? Well, You're around yeah. it more than anyone, right? Right, and we carry all the Celtic games up here at the local station I work for. Uh, you know, I, I said this. He doesn't come off as a likable guy. Now, of course, he didn't commit any crimes. Um, right. There's no assault charges here. There's no drugs or anything like that or DUIs. Um, he just doesn't come off as a, a, a likable guy. He has that diva complex. You know, he's the one um, that had to say, oh, I had to do a little coaching on the airplane and get together with Brad Stevens. 
Um, he's the one where the teammates really didn't get along with him. He points out, I, I got to tell you, he just points out your flaws, which there's nothing wrong with. But going to the media with it, I got a little bit of a problem with that also. I just don't think his teammates liked him, and that's why he's going to move on. Plus, they say that he didn't like Boston and didn't like playing there. So it was no surprise that he wasn't going to go ahead and stay here. Um, With that in mind, uh, how in the world do you think Boston is going to handle this offseason? I mean, are they going to be players for anybody? No. Are they going to sit back and watch? What's going on? I, You know, we talked to a capologist because I, I couldn't figure out. You lose Kyrie, but yet you, you only have like $27 million to spend. Um, you can't, the, you know, we had a guy that says, well, you can't get the rookies now. You can't afford a right. guy for, you got rid of Baines, which was a one-year $5 million left on his contract. You can't afford guys with the max or super max. I go, well, what are you going to hire? Guys making $15 an hour? I, I don't know. I didn't understand this because you think that once Kyrie left, you know, that gets that money back. But it, it really doesn't. They're in a terrible situation. I don't care if you call it rebuild, retool. Call it whatever you want. I would not have signed Al Horford. I guess he's going to get a four-year, hundred and ten plus million dollars. That's insane for a thirty-three-year-old. But the Celtics are going to take like three steps backwards. They're not going to be even in the race in the Eastern Conference. All right. Well, let's dive into it now. When I say a week of NBA free agency, as we dive into buy or sell, Arnie, we we do understand this. Technically, that it's not legal tampering in the NBA like it is in the NFL. That open negotiation period doesn't start until a week from what I guess would be yesterday, a week yeah. from uh, the start of this show so tonight. The time so, frame, Saturday is open negotiation. So, Saturday the 29th, then, is what you're telling me. Uh, no, it's the 30th whenever okay. things okay. kick okay. off, is whenever it is. That's Everything will start happening, and they thankfully, uh, they thankfully move the timing up because remember it used to be right. in the middle of the night and you know, all of a sudden out of nowhere you'd fall asleep and you'd wake up and you're like wait Timothy Mozgov is yeah. actually going to the Lakers is this real life what's going on here but the league moved up the start of the free agency period to five o'clock central time six eastern on June 30th so NBA free agent deals won't officially be signed until noon Eastern on July 6th, but we'll be able to recap the first five, six hours of free agency next Sunday. So with that in in mind, Arnie, buy or sell, the first big move in free agency is going to be Kawhi Leonard signing with the L.A. Clippers. That was going to be one of my predictions I was going to give out at the 45, but Uh that's fine. I'll give it to you now. Yes, Kawhi Uh Leonard is going to be an L.A. Clipper. Um, I don't believe that he's going to stay in Toronto. I know about all the money he can get and the extra max contract, but I really believe him being from Southern California, he's not going to play for the Lakers. Forget about that. He bought that $15 million house. He wants to go home. That's what this whole thing was about when he left San Antonio to begin with, I believe he's going to end up with the Clippers. Now, remember, Chris Haynes did report that the Raptors are still very much in the mix, even though he's going to decline his $21.3 million option, but re-signing is still a possibility. You're saying, "Uh, uh, ah-ah-ah, you're agreeing he's going to be a Clipper. If I was going to put a percentage on it, I would say 90% Clipper, 10% Raptor. How about that? I like that. I like that. Okay. Arnie, buy or sell, when we sit here next Sunday night, Kevin Durant 
will have not yet made a decision. No, I'm selling that. When we sit here next Sunday night, Kevin Durant's going to say, Hello, New York! And is going to be the member of my New York Knicks. Um, I'll immediately buy his jersey. I'll celebrate. I'll ask for the summer from two years from now off to go to the New York Knicks championship parade. And the Knicks will be relevant again. It's going to take a year, but they're going to be relevant again. All right, one more NBA note, and then we'll move on, Arnie. Buy or sell that when we sit here next week, the Lakers will have not signed a major free agent, but will be close to terms with D'Angelo Russell, who the Nets will move on from after signing Kyrie Irving. Now, there's a lot of dominoes there, but the basic gist, Irving to the Nets... D'Angelo Russell potentially to the Lakers. I don't know if we're going to have it by next Sunday, um, but if you're going to hold me to that date, first of all, I do think D'Angelo Russell is going to be a Laker. Uh, If you're holding me to uh, a week from Sunday, I'll say yes, but if it doesn't happen by then, that means it happens a day later. I don't know, Um, but I do think he's going to end up at the Lakers. The Lakers are going to do something um, by next Sunday when we get on the air besides Russell, so I think we'll have five or six guys that we can start talking about with the Lakers. You know, we haven't talked much about, I mean, outside of Eric Pincus coming on with us, but in all reality, Arnie, we haven't talked much about what the Lakers might do. I mean, I don't see them in this mix for Kawhi Leonard right now, especially with all the drama about how much money they truly have available to them. Can they afford another max contract? But, I mean, are they going to end up being players for Kyrie Irving? Are they going to end up being in this mix for potentially Kawhi Leonard or no? I could see... Kyrie ending up over there. Now, I don't know how the money's going to work out. I'm not a capologist. And, you know, all you hear about is they don't have room. They could do this. Maybe if they maneuver here, they get rid of the three bums that they have now. They'll have enough money for one more max contract. If they could find a way to swing it, I think Kyrie's going to say, okay, I'm ready to go. Uh, I'll end up with the Lakers there. Uh, and I think it's a, right now a strong possibility, but that's only if they can figure out how to, way, how to make the money work. All right, uh, here's what we'll do is I have three non-basketball buyer-sells for you. So we'll hold off on those because if we get started on those now, because one of them involves Cam Newton, we might not ever stop. So (laughs) buyer-sell continues, but first, Steve DeSager is in the house to get you caught up on everything that happened tonight and last night in the world of sports. What's going on, Steve? No, mainly just tonight and today. There you go. (laughs) Angels won the late game 6-4 at St. Louis. Each team scored four times in the ninth to make it interesting. The Dodgers, for a third straight game, had a walk-off homer by a rookie. That's never happened in the major leagues before. Three straight. Dodgers have won six games in a row, but quite a weekend against Colorado. 6-3 was today's final. The Dodgers' record at home, 34-9. and Tomorrow, it's the Dodgers at Arizona. Clayton Kershaw against Zach Granke. Kershaw 7-1, Granke 8-3. Arizona in 10 innings edged the Giants 3 Two, the Giants' offense went four for 34, 12 strikeouts. Ooh. Seattle was up 12-2 in the fourth inning. They were playing Baltimore, so 13-3 was the final. The Orioles, the worst team in the majors, now 22-56. and Tampa Bay has been slumping badly the last two weeks, but got out to an early 8-1 lead and beat Oakland 8-2. Toronto won 
at Boston 6-1. Marcus Stroman over Rick Porcello. And Houston ended a seven-game losing streak, beating the Yankees 9-4 in New York. Yankees had won eight games in a row, but Justin Verlander got the win today. Miami sent Philadelphia to a seventh straight loss, 6-4. Philly's record about the last three weeks, just 6-16. and In fact, they've quickly fallen six and a half games behind the first-place Braves in the NL East. Atlanta got a two-run pinch homer, top of the 10th, and held on 4-3-10 and at Washington. And the Pirates, on a bases-loaded walk in the 11th, beat the Padres 11-10. to Milwaukee and the Cubs, each with wins. Martin Truex Jr., the NASCAR race winner at Sonoma. You need to make good choices, and with True Car, you've got a star in your roster. So when you're ready to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car. True Cash offer not available in all areas. U.S. women's soccer plays tomorrow against Spain. Noon Eastern time on FS1. That winner will face host France, which is 4-0 in this World Cup, in a Friday quarterfinal. France this year is 10-1. It lost 1-0 to Germany in February, but France did at home beat the U.S. in January, and 3-1 was the final. The Germans are 4-0 in this tournament so far. They play a quarterfinal on Saturday against either Sweden or Canada. Those two play tomorrow afternoon on FS1. France, the overtime winner against Brazil today. Brazil is out. 2-1 the final. And England shut out Cameroon 3-0 in the round of 16. More on that in a moment. We're back in 10 seconds. First, a word from Farmers. At Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. One exception being an airborne car. Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. We mentioned a bit last hour, guys, about the ridiculous, constantly ridiculous behavior from Cameroon as yeah. they were getting shut out 3 nothing. Well, by there were some bad today. calls in that game, but go ahead. Well, one was the opponents uh, scored, but they, they whistled it offsides. But you know what? They have video review now, so they realized on video review, oh, it should count. So they counted the goal. But Cameroon's acting like, oh, we've been complaining about the refs since game one. And the world's out to get us, and they were flailing their arms and literally hopping up and down mad. And then at one point, had to be one player had to be so consoled by their coach, he literally bear hugged her to stop her from moving. It was just <laughs> a ludicrous display. More from England's coach after a win, Phil Neville. There's a bigger picture here. There's a certain standard of behavior that you've got to do. My players did that, and I'm proud. Twice, Cameroon's players looked like they were threatening to go on strike. How much sympathy did you have with them during the match? None. None. The rules are rules. First goal, uh, second goal was it. I lost count. Ellen White was onside. Deal with it. We, we, we know the rules. We, we've, been, we've been spoken to three, 350,000 times by referees in the last three <laughs> weeks. We know the rules. The referee got everyone right. In fact, I think at the end she took pity on them. I thought we should have had a penalty and we should, I thought we should have had a sending off. Yeah, one of the Cameroon players should have been sent off because they just about broke the ankle of an opponent leaping on her at the sideline. Wow. So in the end, actually, they should count the lucky stars that it wasn't five and six. The behaviour was wrong. The behaviour was wrong because it's the image of women's football then that's going out worldwide about a team that comes to the side and is starting to refuse to play. Wow. Pipe here, down. Here. Pipe down. Anyway, back to Gosh. you. It was, it it was quite a bad. display. It was it ridiculous. Was, if was I was running the tournament, I would have kicked them out. Uh, you know what? I watched. I was watching it right there. We come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. By the way, real quick, good question from Eddie who writes, Arnie, can anyone really blame Kyrie for not liking Boston? Seriously. What does that mean? Why, why is Boston not a likable city? Why, but there's racist here? Is that what you're going to tell me? <laughs> 
I'm just I don't know. I've never really been to as many Boston sporting events as you have. You know, I so. have mentioned this though. It is kind of funny that um except for maybe a little bit with the Patriots, you don't get a lot of great free agents come through here uh, in the Boston area. The Red Sox, sure, they got price, but only after they paid him a gazillion dollars. Then you can say, okay, I think I can come to Boston a little bit. Uh, they got Gordon Hayward, but that's because his coach was his coach in college. Uh, it's really not a free agent destination. You'd think it'd be a better one, but it's not. So, with that said, we move past the NBA in our buy, and, uh, buy or sell segment here on Arnie and Plank, Fox Sports Radio, to focus on another one of your struggling teams, Arnie. Buy or sell, Mickey Calloway will be fired by the Mets as early as this week. Oh, by tomorrow morning, I'm hoping. Um, yeah, he needs to go. This has been talked for a while now. Uh, and look, I'm not going to blame him all him all on him. There's plenty of blame to go around. The team's abysmal right now. They've made some bad moves. Uh, they've spent some money. I, I don't even know what to do next. To be honest with you, it's such a it's in such disarray. It's it's disheartening to see what the Mets are going through right now. Disheartening. And they've got two of the best pitchers in I know. baseball. Is that crazy? That goes to show you pitching doesn't win World Series all the time. Oh, my gosh. And they have one of the hottest-hitting young players in Alfonso in baseball right yeah, now. Yeah, how about and that? Yet, what, 26 homers or something? He, he already passed Daryl Strawberry. Yeah. He's and, and yet they're sitting. Hold on. i, I got to get a quick uh, standings update for you, Arnie. The, the, the Mets are place, sitting. Uh, yeah, they're fourth place now. Four games under five hundred. Nine games out of first place. Hold on. Yeah. I haven't had to check the wild card standings in a while. Where are you? Uh, good news. Good news. You're yeah. only three and a half games out of the wild card. Yes. Yes. Game on, Arnie. Let's, Let's go. go. Let's go. Uh, Let's yeah, go, Mickey, Mets. If you missed the story throughout most of the day today, Mickey Calloway, the manager of the Mets, got into a shouting match with a reporter. More than and just now a shouting a- match, he threatened them. <laughs> He did threaten him. So did uh, Jason Vargas with uh, Tim Healy, a reporter from Newsday. Uh, One reporter that covers the Knicks, I uh, saw this earlier tonight, said that his feeling is that uh, Callaway is trying to get fired right now. And that's kind of – there's so much distrust between the Wilpons and the players slash – I guess you could say managers, uh, coaches, that they they just are trying to get out. And if he quits – he doesn't get paid. So he's trying to do everything he can to get fired. If that's the case, bravo. That's uh, That was a brilliant tact to go with today. All right, Arnie. Yeah. Buy or sell. Regardless of your hate for either the Carolina Panthers or Auburn Tigers, if Cam Newton offers you $1,500 to move seats, you take that money and you sit down and just buy enough booze until you pass out with plenty money left over on a 10-hour flight. Absolutely. 1500 And, of course, i got to take a selfie. I need an autograph right. football. Right. And I need him to promise me that when my kid graduates college, he'll make <laughs> a call to the Carolina Hurricanes and get him a tryout. So oh, as long as he promises all that, we're good to go. And I need that in $100 bills, please. Uh, and then one more. One more. Right, now- you're not going to sell your seat for $1,500? Oh, in a heartbeat. When I when I saw the first report, yeah, the first report said like ten grand. And no. if, and I, I know, right? If some idiot's like, no, no, sir, I'm good here <laughs> for ten grand, I'd be like, uh, something's wrong with that guy. But yeah, fifteen hundred dollars, you move seats. Well, why you are get you up? not taking a private plane if you were just going to pay fifteen hundred to change a seat? How much would a private plane uh, be to fly out there? Where was it going? Don't to know. Paris. 
Uh, unfortunately, Arnie, that's never been something that I've looked up. Uh, maybe. Oh, you've not done <laughs> private before? I'm surprised. I, well, I haven't. I haven't flown it on my dollar before. I mean, I've flown yeah. private before, right. but I haven't done it what on my bill. Ten G, fifteen G. I don't know. To go to France or overseas? Oh, I bet it's like thirty. Wow! Right? Am I crazy? Well, I bet it'd be pretty I don't know. It's not, the, I, it's not like I do it. If we chop it up, I think we could all find a way to get it done. You know, maybe like five grand a piece for everyone on the show. Maybe well, you got maybe. five grand sitting around now, do you? Huh? Uh, uh, yeah, it's it's. Uh, <laughs> It's all the money I owe my ex-wife. But no, uh, so $1,500 offered by Cam Newton to someone on a flight to switch seats for more leg room. Yeah. And the dude said, no, everyone's losing their mind on this one. Speaking of losing their mind, Arnie, final buy or sell for tonight's show. Which, by the way, the NFL season needs to get here. I bring this up about every other week because the NFL media is losing its ever-loving mind. We're trying to create a holdout for Nick Boza, which isn't actually there yet. So good luck with that. And then secondly, uh, I read a big story tonight about how the uh, NFL and DirecTV are very much under the gun right now because, Arnie, there's a countdown to a deadline when a decision has to be made on whether or not the NFL will continue its Sunday ticket package exclusively with DirecTV. Deadline's coming up. Deadline's right around the corner in September. Wow. So I mean, it's just, yeah, September, right? Oh, a big deadline coming up. But with that said, the NFL released all of its new rules this weekend from the perspective yeah. of how it will enforce and how pass interference will be handled. Arnie, buy or sell, the NFL got it right that it will be all game long when you can challenge it and put it in the hands of the replay officials in the final two minutes. It, I mean, talk about being it subjective. I'm not so sure I like this. I thought there'd be like maybe one I'm scared. PI pass interference challenge per game or something like that. I didn't know that this was going to be as, as easily challenged as like too many men on the field or if it was a fumble or a completion. I'm not so sure we could even get this thing right when we take a look at it um, in slow-mo and on replay. Uh, look, I don't mind maybe one challenge, but the fact that you could challenge any play and then in the last two minutes it's an automatic challenge in the NFL, that this is going to be a, a long last two minutes of games when we start doing this. It's going to be a mess. And the good news is we'll have the we'll have the preseason, or as Arnie likes to say, the free season to hopefully figure it all out. Oh. All right, there was one of our few non NBA segments of the night. When we come back, it's what everyone came for. Yes. It's Arnie's picks, and we wrap up the show with him next with Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. From a hot air balloon landing on a car to a load of concrete falling on one, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Man, fun show tonight. Fast. Oh, quick show, yeah. Show tonight. That's the key. When you can say it was fast, nothing dragged, that's what makes this uh, a blast on Sunday nights with you guys. Uh, thanks to Lita Lap, our Who? producer. Great job with Rick Who? Buecher and Eric Pincus. If you missed either one of those interviews, you can find it on our on our podcast page at foxsportsradio.com. Uh, Bobo, great Who? job. Music, Wheels of Steel tonight. We talked Lakers every break. We're fired up. And Steve DeSager on Who? updates, the millions and millions of uh, editors and producers behind the scenes. We appreciate it on this Sunday night into a Monday morning. And by the way, I want to defend myself against one thing, Arnie. 
earlier yeah. whenever I said uh, last night or tonight with DeSager. He's got to remember, we're the only show, I think, on Fox Sports Radio that represents almost every single time zone. We've got the the crew in L.A. and the West Coast. Yep. I'm in God's time zone, the central time zone, and you're out east. So when we say last The real night, time zone. You're in that eastern time zone, which is just – it's. I don't, I don't get it, man. Why do you guys want to go to bed so early? And we're in the central. The only thing we're missing out on is the mountain time zone. I like Clay Travis's it. idea. We should just have two time zones. Two. That's yeah. right. Just split it right down the middle. Right down the middle. That's the best way to do it. Uh, and by the way, I will, I will give you guys a – Good little um, tip, if you want, from a reading perspective. Every night we get to wrap up the show. Usually that's when Peter King's Football Morning in America article comes out. Our buddy Rich Eisen, who you can hear here on Fox Sports Radio, uh, is the guest writer this week. And I'm about halfway through it, Arnie. It's fantastic because they point out something incredibly interesting on the whole pass interference debate and replay. Let's say... I don't know, hypothetically, an offensive receiver feels like whenever maybe P.I. was called on them, there could have been defensive pass interference as well, too. What happens if they go to the booth and they realize that basically there's P.I. on both players and O.P.I. was called? Could they then, like I guess Al Rivron has pointed out in a few meetings, Basically say, yeah, there's defensive pass interference there, too. So we're going to reset the down. We're going to replay it. I mean, this is going to be incredibly confusing, I think, for football fans whenever we get down to the nuts and bolts of it. And by the way, is pass interference on third and nine with 10 minutes left in the second the same as pass interference on a Hail Mary? Because I think we've Uh, got to change it a little uh, bit on that. I've got an answer for you. I've got an answer for you. On Hail Mary plays, replay officials will not buzz down to the field and place the play under review unless they witness something that goes beyond what officials normally see on the field on such plays. In other words, the way officials officiate a Hail Mary will not change, and it might require an actual Hail Mary prayer to earn a buzz, according to Rich Eisen. So in other words, they're not going to lose their minds and start, oh, he he grabbed his jersey. They're going to call it like it is on the field. All right, enough of me. Now how about Arnie? It's time to wrap up the show with what everyone came for. It's Arnie's picks. Take it away, stinking genius. Let's start with Women's World Cup action. United States taking on Spain. Is it what, noon Eastern, I believe, tomorrow? Uh, excited about this. Not a lot of time, time off for USA. Um, a much better team than Spain, but I got to tell you, uh, it's going to be a low-scoring game. I think my buddy Bertie Fratto told me the over-under is two and a half. Wow. So you'd either win one nothing or 2 nothing or 1-1 with penalty kicks. I think it's actually going to go over. I think the United States plays their best game, well, since we beat Taiwan 13 nothing, which wasn't enough for me. <laughs> USA beat Spain 3-1, to and they advance. Now, let's go over to Kevin Durant. Because he's going to make his announcement. By the time we get on the air on Sunday, Kevin Durant's going to say, Let's dance, New York. I'm bringing you a championship. Not next year, but the year after because I'm hurt. But I'll be okay year after that. Kevin Durant going to my New York Knicks. Kawhi Leonard is going to say goodbye to We Are North. And hello to We Are SoCal. He'll sign with the Clippers. And here's the shocker. Kyrie is not going to sign with Brooklyn. He is going to be an L.A. 
Laker. So take that for what it's worth. Then they'll really be the favorites. There you have my picks. Two of them as you please. But remember, those strictly for entertainment purposes only. So you're going with Kyrie. Oh, clap, clap, clap. AD. Clap. And LeBron together. Yes, huh? My Lakers. Yep, my Lakers. Wait, I, you just said you're Knicks. Well, not till you two can... years from now, so I got to root for somebody next year. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> I'm not the next so you'll year. be. You'll be a Laker fan for 2019-2020. I've already been eliminated from any race for the Knicks next year. So 2020-2021 is when you're going all in on your Knicks and Kevin Durant. Is that what I'm hearing? Exactly. There you go. All right. Fair enough. Arnie, have yourself a great week. Uh, Good luck in the Kevin Durant sweepstakes. Thank you. I think it'll be uh, interesting to see how things play out. Maybe he'll go back to Oklahoma City. Uh, that didn't happen. And Oklahoma City's <laughs> shedding salary like no one I've ever seen. For Bobo, for Lee Lap, for Steve DeSager and Arnie Spanier, I'm Chris Plank. Stick around. The great Big Ben Maller is coming up next. We're next. We're back next Later. Sunday night here on Fox Sports Radio. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. 